Welcome. It's Tuesday night and you know what that means. It's time for the best show, right everybody? The best show. What are we going to do tonight? Oh, we're going to have fun. That's what we do every Tuesday. We've had nothing but fun for longer than I can remember. And uh, I look over and I see AP Mike there aboard the SS Best Show. Pat Byrne. Studios in a rowboat. He'll be catching up. We got a great show. We got Joe Firestones coming by. And other stuff. And let's... Let's start. Let's just start, right? What am I waiting for? We're going to turn this into a huge production, a big build-up? No. We got work to do. We got work to do. We're like Andrew WK. We got work to do. We're motivational. Let's get it going. Here we go. Best show. Jersey, back again. 
What's up, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, I say, to the best show. Three hours of Hey, it's three hours of birth, immersed, and... Yeah, it's the best show. Three hours of mirth, music, and mayhem. And my name's Tom, and I'm the host of this week's installment. And I welcome you, and I tell you that the phone number is 201-332-3484 if you want to be a part of the show and call in. Line's already cooking. Always scary. Always scary when the lines are hot too early. Often means people don't know, aren't actually listening to the show. Speaking of listening to the show, if you just heard me play a couple great songs, one was from uh, this album by Benny, B-E-N-N-I. Came out on Goner a few months ago. Goner Records, goner-records.com called One and Two. Benny, One and Two. And I love it. And that was called More Than Man. It's great stuff. Heavy duty, man. Benny. It's all great instrumental, moody stuff. Love it. And starting us off, we heard uh, from the uh, album comes out in a week or two. Uh, it's, uh, the, uh, the song Apathy by Frankie Cosmos, which is on the album Vessel, which is on Sub Pop, which you can pre-order now. Subpop.com. Great stuff. Great stuff all around. The one thing you don't doubt, you come to the best show. Look. You come here, I might be off my game, I might be just bombing left and right. The the crew out there might just be eating it hard. Mike might just be flopping harder than... The music is always where it should be. Right, Mike? But Mike, again, you remember this. Those other guys out there, sometimes they give you grief, Pad and Dudio. They're not fit to carry your jock. You just remind, you remind, and you tell them I said that. All right? If they start giving you grief, who's good here, Mike? Who? One. Let's see. My idea or your idea? My idea, good. Besha, hi. 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 To whom am I speaking? Hi, it's Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah. Hi, Annabelle. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Where you're from? Where Ohio? Yeah. What's going on mm-hmm. in Ohio? You're, oh, you're in the choir. You're the choral, the choral group. Yep, yep. It's me back again. And how's that going? You you you're ready to go it's to to the states? Yeah. The states. When does that go down? God, I think we have a couple months. All right. So you have time. To practice and to work up a special routine. Yeah. Right? I suggest a routine where you start off doing a song, like one of those songs that everybody does, that nobody actually likes the 
All those, like I said before. But then you suddenly uh-huh. you go, a womp bum, a loop bump, a womp bamboo, tutti fruity, oh root, right? And you turn it into a 50s review. The coral, the coral thing, it turns into be a 50s tribute, right? Long tall <laughs> Sally She's, Biffus Beachy got uh, everything that Uncle John needs, oh baby. Oh yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the cor, and the, and the choir's just going, we're gonna have some fun tonight. Have some fun. Like in the choir, right? And suddenly yeah, it's like, yeah. a one, two, three o'clock, four o'clock rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock rock. Mm-hmm. And then, and then all of a sudden, who comes out on a motorcycle? AP Mike. Dressed like, uh, when Meatloaf was in Rocky Horror. And he does that song. <laughs> Do you remember Saturday nights, milkshakes and whatever? I don't even know what the song was. Rocky Horror. And he rides his motorcycle around the stage. I haven't watched that in a while. Yeah. Not missing anything. It's not good. It's only good if you're throwing stuff at it. I think. I don't know. It's been quite some time since I watched it. so. Yeah. So what's going on tonight? Uh, I'm getting over being sick. So that's, that's fun. Not good. Not yeah. good. What did you have? The the flu? A uh, sinus infection. Oh, no. What, they give you Z-Pack? Uh, yeah, I think so. Z-Pack. Yeah. I've had it for like 10 days, though, so. Yeah. I don't know. You got to get that thing. Uh, you got to make sure uh, you're you're ready to go for the big... For the states, you can't show up yeah. with a sinus infection. I had a sinus infection when we were at districts, and I kept singing. So maybe you should have it. Maybe it's a good luck charm. I mean, I felt like I was going to pass out on well, stage. they might need to keep you in a state of sickness for the next three months. I, yeah, I mean, look, I got two days off of school, and that's enough for me. So anyone in, in your choir group, take away Annabelle Z-Pack. You need her to stay ill until the states. I mean, good luck with that. Yeah. I, I probably will. It's been passed around my house. Yeah. So what are you doing for the rest of the school year? Are you going to have fun? Uh, I mean, I hope so. I have to go to summer school now, so that's something. Why do you have to go to summer school, if you don't mind me asking? I failed math. You failed math? Yeah. Yeah. Math, yeah, math is, uh, yeah. I'm not good at math. I mean, neither am I. I'm not good at any of that stuff. I don't think I'm good at any, at any of the studies. I'm not good at anything regardless. Oh, stop. You're not good at anything? Listen, Listen okay? You've got it. The only thing sure I can a... keep up with consistently is this show. So, I mean, you okay, know. You're good at listening to this show. That's something. I am, yeah. I set a reminder half an hour before it starts. See? I remember to listen. That's something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it'll be a fun, uh, a fun time. You listen tonight, and uh, Joe Firestone's going to be in, in the studio. She's great, right? I know. I'm pretty jazzed about that. Right. You ever listen to her show, Dr. Game Show? I think once or twice, from what I remember. Ooh. I don't have a great memory, okay? <laughs> Oh, you'd remember if you heard Dr. Game Show. 
I listen to a lot of different no, shows. No, okay. no, 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 I know, I know, I know. Look, it's a good show. You gotta get, you gotta, you gotta take the deep dive in it. Deep dive. Yeah. All right, Annabelle. Mike is waving his arm, saying, "I have to take this next line." Mm, okay. All right. Do you feel better? Thank you, Mike. Well, this better be good, Mike. This better be good. Mike is way, way, way waving his hand, saying, "Line four, line four. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. How's it going? Ah, it's going well. To whom am I speaking? Uh, it's Nate in Philadelphia. Who? What the what now? Sorry, am I coming through? All right, it's, it's it's a pretty old pair of headphones. Your phone stinks, bro. Oh, let me try this. Wait, sorry, one second. Okay. Like what? Is this any better? Yeah, a little bit. What's your name now? Uh, Nate. Nate in Philadelphia. Greatest city on earth. Well, it's a great city. Well, that's actually why I called. I, I just moved in. I was wondering if you had any like recommendations for a place to go because I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of lost. You're lost in Philly. Well, I'm not literally lost at the moment, but I, in general, for like things to do. Go hang out at the market, the the like the center, the the market in the Terminal Square, whatever that's called, Reading Terminal Market. Is that the place with the uh, the, the pork sandwich? I got all sorts of food there. You should eat your way up and down the aisles, and then you start over when you get to the beginning. I have uh, I have actually been lucky enough to meet a, a few friends of Tom since I've been here. I went to the uh, Philadelphia Record Exchange. The owner is a big old friend of Tom. Yeah, and Who's some of the clients Tom? were actually was it Tom? Was it TJ? Who was it? Uh, I didn't get his name. Sorry. <laughs> Did he wear it? Was he bespectacled? Uh, yes, the spectacles, yeah. Yes, I think that's Tom, Tom Lax. Nice, one of my favorite people, one of my favorite people. Yeah, no, he's a great guy, and they got a great selection there. And a lot of the clientele are actually friends of Tom, too, and I've been lucky enough to meet a few of them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I Weirdly enough, though, I think I met a friend of Tom who's actually like a friend, friend of yours. All right, who's that? You remember that guy with the two e-cigarettes? I knew life? it was you, I knew it was you, you bum. I knew it. I I had a feeling I'm getting closer on you, and I felt it. The the guy who calls it the e-cigarettes for legs. He he does the setup. He was rickety this time. Did you notice it, Mike? I I, I just felt I just felt he wasn't on his game tonight. Yeah, it's like he's like a he's like he's like he wants to be caught now. He's like a serial killer begging to be caught. He's, he's, he's slipping up deliberately so, so that I can catch him. Cause I know he's from Philly. So is that why you wanted me to pick up line four, Mike? You're in with this guy? So that's a big hoot for you. You and this clown are hooting it up. It's your prank phone calls. What are you, what are you, one of the jerky boys now? Hey, it's me. One of the jerky boys. Hey, great news. It's Johnny B. I want to welcome the newest jerky boy, AP Mike. We're back. Jerky boys are back. Kamal's out. We got AP Mike in the fold. Hi. Hello. It's me. Oh, I'm not feeling so good. 
Hello, I'd like to go call the best show, please. Wait till you hear AP Mike's character. Mr. Bayonne. Hey, it's me. Mr. Bayonne. <laughs> I'm interested in the job you got. A mechanic. Yeah, I got my inspection license. I'll wrap your head with a ratchet. Yeah, I got all that bleep. Can you believe that guy probably... That guy... That guy... Jerky boy. Whatever his name is. Johnny B. That guy's probably got a mansion. Because he harassed, like, blue-collar workers all day long. That guy's trying to run a gas station. And he's calling. Bothering him. Auto body shop. Tell you. When they tell you there's no, when they, I tell you that you, you write this down, you write this down. This is, this is Sharpling 101. You want to, you want it, Mike? When they tell you there's no more money out there, there's still money out there. A Johnny, the, the, the jerky boy can have a mansion. There's still money out there. Jake Paul still cleaning up. There's money out there. As long as Jake Paul is, is, is bringing it in. There's still money. And I still am offering to Jake Paul and the Jake Paulers and by extension Team 10, the whole organization. I would like to join Team 10, whether it be me as a solo uh, member or me with any combination of the Best Show staff. We could move into the the West Hollywood um, mansion that you're renting, clearly renting, unless you're already out of money and you're not there anymore. I just love when you look online and somebody's like, outraged. Can you believe people pay? This guy Logan Paul is making... It's like... He's an idiot! That's gone on since the beginning of time. Idiots have made, found ways... To make fast money. Why is that shocking to anybody that idiots occasionally trip over a short-term gain? Go ask what's his face. What's that guy? Spencer Pratt. Remember that guy? Where's he now? That guy. They can all. You can get your money. You can get your hands on on fast money. In this world, whether you keep going, I don't know. That's up to you. You see what you got. Because look, when a, when a guy like when a guy like Jake Paul, I mean, who's to say that Jake Paul isn't the next, like Paul Thomas Anderson, for example, when he makes his videos, who's to say he don't have no boogie nights in him, right? Wouldn't that be the greatest thing if Jake Paul put together? Uh, Put together like a movie and everybody just had to be like, it's really great. It pains me to say, I think Jake Paul's a genius. I would, then I could, then I could just die happy knowing that a guy like Jake Paul turned the whole thing on its head. Hey, it's me, AP Mike. 
the newest jerky boy. Mr. Bayon's my character. Hey, tell him how it is, AP Mike. Best show. Hey, hi. Hey, Tom. Yes, hi. Welcome. To whom am I speaking? Uh, sorry, this is Dan from San Francisco. How are you? Dan from San Francisco. What's up, Dan? I just want to know if you were following um, you know, Cactus League and uh, you know Padres in, in spring training. What do you think? I, I would imagine that at least you're invested in like Jose Pereira or uh, Chris, Christian Villanueva, right? Just ask yourself. Ask yourself this, my friend. Yes, sir. Do I think Tom is paying attention to to pod, to spring training for the, the Padres? Just ask yourself that. And what do you think the answer is? Well, that, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Yes, no. I feel like... No? Well, first of all, the show's for New Jersey. I just, I, I understand. I know it's early. I just wanted, I, I didn't know if you had any thoughts on what Andy Green's doing right now. Ugh. Is this another one of your comedy Is this part of your stable, Mike? I'm I'm sorry, man. I, I didn't mean to offend you. Oh, you're not offending me. It's just I just don't know what the end game is here. I just I think that some of the guys that are on the roster, you know, the Matt uh, Colin. Best show. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Teresa from Kentucky. Teresa. Hi. Hi, yeah. Teresa. How are you? You're in Kentucky. Yeah. What part of Kentucky, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, the western part. I'm about an hour away from Evansville, Indiana, so I do. I kind of commute back and forth between Kentucky and Indiana when I get to work on films or what, meet with my writer group. What do you call that section of uh, of? Uh, that's, that's the bluegrass. It's the that's the bluegrass section. What? Yeah, I like to, I like to call it Ripper Robinson. Ripper Robinson, what's that? I said River Hobbiton, I'm sorry. That's all right. So <laughs> so you said you're working with your film crew. What are you working on now? Well, I, I work I help a couple of studios occasionally. I don't know how much to say about what I'm doing because most of it's not really published yet. What what is out and on a disc that is for sale is um one that I'm just atmosphere performer and took some continuity notes for. I don't I didn't get Official permission to talk about it, but I don't think it hurts. Well, you don't want to. I didn't. I didn't really call to promote. Don't don't, don't worry. Don't. I don't want you to get in trouble. Yeah, I I, I never know. I mean, mostly everybody needs to be heard about more, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I yeah, I I try to be discreet when it's not my IP. Yeah, exactly. Ain't your gig. <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> you're gig. You can't. Uh, you can't. Uh, you can't go blabbing all over the place because it's not yours to do the blabbing about. Right. I, I intend, well, really, I intended to just say um, thank you for um, reviving my interest in MGMT because I lost track of them honestly after Electric Steel, yeah. well, and I, I looked them up after you interviewed them. Now you're back. And 
yeah, like Flash Delirium. I was Flash. listening to on their Vivo today, and it's I, I can't believe I missed it. I was like working a job at a college cafeteria and had no time. But you know, so, the, the best part of it is, is that it doesn't go away. It's just there for you when you're it's, ready. It's, it's there. Yeah, it's there on the Vivo. It's and it's amazing. Like that's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> Yeah, and it's going to be there. It's going to stay there. You're good now. That's in your life. I saw this thing. There's this guy I'm friends with, Jake Fogelness, right? Yeah. And now he went he went to a uh he went to a screening of uh, Grease 2, right? This movie it was playing in LA. Grease 2. They put in a theater Grease for the, two? Yeah, for the anniversary. And he said a thing online where he's just like, "Look." And look. I know I give Wait, this. he said what? Oh, okay. That's the one, saying, that's the he didn't just say second. look. He said more than look. He said, because look, I know, I know this guy gets the biz. He gets, he gets, uh, he gets the biz uh, dealt to him sometimes. Where because I, I uh, a lot of people tease him about uh, that he likes fringy stuff. It's like I get it. I am a free. I'm living a, the fringe life. I am a. I am a fringe. I'm like an antique now. I'm like a fringe antique, living and breathing. I gotta, I gotta leave here, and I am one. Like a cult, I'm like a cult item, right? I would be safe in any town, any town. I, I, I'm on the run, and I go to any town. I could find someone who put me in their basement, let me hide behind the the boiler, while the while the uh, federales look for me. Not that I could find a lot of people. There's one in every town. Can keep me hid. So I get it. But he said a thing that was great. He was just like, he said, look, I know I get, uh, I, I like these fringy things. But he's like, you like, he said, there's not enough, just, I'd rather do that. And uh, there's not enough time to watch things you hate or to hate watch things or to just uh, be crabby because there's too much good stuff. And he's right. <laughs> and I, I get it. I am one of these fringe things. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I might as well be, have a, 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 be in a wax museum. Right? I don't think so. Yeah. Museum <laughs> of cult curiosities. It'd be me and Nardwar and, uh. Not the best show. <laughs> who else? Who else would be in the thing? Who else? I don't know who else would be in the thing. The legendary Stardust Cowboy. Museum of Mutants. But you know what? I got in a museum. That's what mattered. Museum. How? All right. Anything else Um, you want to say? Well, I'm I'm also really excited that you have Joe Firestone on. I wanted to say that I loved her Tonight Show interview with Betsy DeVoe. She's great. And And she's going to be in in a matter of minutes. In a matter of minutes, we're going to have future. I see, this is the thing. It's I'm not really just so inspirational how she parades fears and speaks so candidly about um, sexual topics without being hypersexualized herself. Just like she naturalizes it and makes it psychologically healthy to speak about things that some people are afraid to talk about, most notably in my own state. Sure, it's uh, she's a, she's a, a, a smart she's a smart to person. Me, most, most, yeah. <laughs> not smart. everyone else. She, 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 she's, she's like, like Fred Astaire, but with words. 
dancing. Like in that vacuum commercial. Remember? When Fred Astaire danced with the dead Fred Astaire danced with that vacuum? vacuum. It was a vacuum, it wasn't a Swiffer. Maybe it was a Swiffer. Do you think he's looking from the other other side of like the afterlife and is screaming? No! Oh, I read I read a book that kind of touches upon that. Um, a remake, I think it was called by Connie Willis, the science fiction author. Remake. Yeah, it's about Hollywood of the future, but it's like it was written in the mid '90s, so it's a retro look at Hollywood, but through a futuristic lens. Where in the future, there are no new movies; everything is a franchise remake, rehash of something that we've seen before. But um, the technology is so advanced; they can put Fred Astaire into new movies, and he could be opposite Schwarzenegger. But that's and where it's, it's heading anyway now, right? I just heard this thing that, you know, there's a new movie, the ne- next Fast and the Furious movie, you know who's in it? Prince. He's driving <laughs> one of the cars in it. And you know who he's driving with? Uh, Jet Li. No, George Burns. Really? Yes. Well, They're going to be driving around. George Burns in anything. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to be seeing Fast and Furious 9. With George Burns and Prince driving one of the cars. San Francisco Drift. San Francisco Drift. Just picture George and Burns, Burns on the thing. Like, yeah. Just picture him like George Burns, like there's like they're the car the one car like Prince is pouring gasoline all over like the bad guy's car and then George Burns goes. He Prince will say something where it'll just be like uh like time to torch this little red Corvette. George, right? And then George Burns will take his cigar out. He'll go, say goodnight, Gracie. And he'll ash it. And then the flame goes down the trail the way gasoline, only gasoline in movies does that, where it goes in a straight line and goes quickly like it's a fuse. And then the car blows up. And then, you know, Vin Diesel says, boo. I just didn't think that he would get to burning the car so quickly. I thought that he would want to like singing misbehaving or something first. I don't know. We're gonna have to look. I'm not. I didn't see the movie yet. I only know this is happening. We'll find it. We'll, we'll all be at the movie as theater long together. As George Burns out. is getting posthumous jobs. Yeah. All right, Teresa. You have a great night. You too. Bang. Thank you. I'm fixing a hole where the rain gets in and stops my mind from wondering where it will go. Do you remember when he did that, Mike? George Burns did Fixing a Hole. I'm fixing a hole. I got to find that now. George Burns Fixing a Hole. We all love the Beatles, right? Fixing a hole where the rain gets in And stops my mind from wondering Where it will go I'm filling the cracks that ran through the door That kept my mind from wondering Where it will go Yeah. 
The Beatles' Ode to Heroin Addiction, as sung by George Burns. Hmm. And also, please, by all means, two things to keep in mind. Patreon.com. That's where you can support The Best Show. Patreon.com slash The Best Show. We don't do ads no more. We don't got none of that. If you want to support the show, you go to Patreon.com slash The Best Show. And you can give whatever you can give. And we appreciate all of it. And we send you things for giving at different levels. And one of the exciting things that you get is exclusive audio. Uh, bonus stuff and the hit podcast meet my friends the friends season two has launched and it is exclusively debuting on the patreon for subscribers can hear it first it'll go up in a few weeks for regular folk can hear it but right now man that thing is only for the patreon subscribers and everybody loves it. It's the podcast that everyone's talking about. Meet my friends, the friends. And there's other stuff going up. Mike, we should do that thing we talked about. Just me and you talking. Right? What's that now? Whatever you want. Real stuff. Because look, when you get, look, and again, I'm not going to badmouth Dudio or Pat. But Mike, you you you're you're your intellect is is heavy, right? And you you get you get Pat. He wants to he'll he'll want to talk about cars or whatever he's into, right? Talk about just like the, the Hemi that he put in his car or the check out the V8 engine in my car. Check out my horn, and then he blows his horn, and it goes. It's like, Pat, you're from New Jersey. What are you doing with the Dixie as the horn? He's like, I saw in the movie. You talk about duty, and then, then you know it's just Doctor Who talk. But Mike, you got some deep interests. That's what I want to get into. Just me and you. What's that now? Plumbing the depths. There you go. Plumbing the depths. One more call and then I'll bring uh, Joe Firestone in. Who's good here, Mike? Three. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, it's Stephen from Reno. Stephen from Reno. Stephen, let me just say one other thing. The other thing is we'll record that show next week, maybe, me and AP Mike, and that'll go up as exclusive audio on the Patreon the other thing you should go to is apmike.bandcamp.com. He's got all sorts of garbage for sale up there. Shirts, po- pictures, songs. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, uh, it, it's like, it's like Goodwill. It's like Bad Will. You ever go to a Goodwill store? Often. Yeah. Mike's, it should be called Bad Will. Masses, shirts, headshots. I actually called about a massive shirt. That's what you're calling about? Well, I met Jake Paul. Hold on. You met Jake Paul? Yeah. Where? When? 
how? Los Angeles. Uh, a pre-thing for, the, I think it was the American Music Awards. Because he hosted, and, he hosted the American Music Awards. The, the, the American Music Awards, was it, was it the one he hosted? Because he hosted like the Nickelodeon Awards or something. It wasn't the Nickelodeon thing. He's, he's involved somehow with the Dick Clark Presents. That's books. great. That's great. I'm sure, I'm sure if we're talking about people watching from the other side, imagine Dick Clark looking at Jake Paul, right? Well, he's there, he's there, uh. And again, who's Dick Clark? What did that guy ever do? Except slap his name on things, he didn't do anything. Guy, you watch it, uh, John Ritter flub some lines, and this guy, they back up a, a, a dump truck full of money for him, for bloops or blooper bleeps and blunders. <laughs> And then he slapped his name in the American bandstand. It's like people, anybody well, complains, was... any, hold on a second, son. Anybody complains about just like a talent, like the idea of like a DJ is talentless now where they're just like, these guys show up and they do, it's like, at least those guys are sp- spinning the record. Dick Clark just pointed over at a guy who, who played Blueberry Hill and then some kids started dancing. And then he, he makes money. He was also a guy. He skated in the whole the whole thing that brought down Alan Freed. Dick Clark skated through all of that. He did not. He didn't go down the way Alan Freed went down. For the payola? Yeah. No, but he benefited from it. Who? Dick Clark. Yeah, but I'm saying he didn't take the fall. Alan Freed oh, no, he ate it. Benefited from it. Dick Clark. Dick Clark got away with it. He skated. So go ahead, young man. You were saying well, I had, I you had, met Jake I Paul. had an uh, itinerary of all the folks I was supposed to meet, and, and one just said Team 10. Okay. And I didn't know what Team 10 was. And now why are you I, meeting with these people? Uh, for work. And in what capacity? Um, Please don't it, tell me you're writing it, a Team 10 movie. No, it's it's radio. It's uh, radio. being involved with the, with the, with the award ceremony. Wait, and these are the people that you should meet. Jake Paul has an earwolf show. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I'm not. It, I'm, I'm not that. Uh, I'm not that advanced in the industry where I'm meeting with earwolf folks yet. Yeah, trust me. Ain't no great sheiks. I was wearing You'll a massive shirt though. You'll live when I met with, the, with him. Oh, okay, now I'm sorry. Look, I'm going to stop my shenanigans. You meet Jake Paul, the internet superstar, and he, you're wearing a masses shirt. Just incidentally, because okay. laundry. Now, so you go to meet him. Where in a conference room? This was in Los Angeles. It was right by. Um, it was. It was uh, Staples Center ish. Downtown L.A. Yeah. You go to meet, and you meet Jake Paul. Who yes, else sir. is in the room? Uh, my boss, uh, the uh, production director for Dick Clark Productions, whatever it is. You know, and uh, a bunch of marketing folks. Okay. So what happens? Well, I just didn't know that I was going to meet Jake Paul, and I, I, was, uh, I was sort of dumbfounded. I didn't know, you know, they're like, this is our guy. He's our, I, 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 I don't know what they, they call it, like the brand ambassador. Okay. So he's going to be representing the brand. He's going to be representing the show. He's the conduit from, you know, uh, Dick Clark Productions to youth culture. So you're just like, what? I know that guy. 
I only know him because of you, honestly. Yeah. So then you're excited. You see him. Then and what I was wearing he... a master shirt. And what did he say? Well, he just, he said nothing. He well, he said a lot, but it, it had nothing to do with the master shirt. He, he talked about his brand. He talked about alignment. He talked about you know his following. A lot of interesting things to say, but he was you know noticeably stiff. Not what I've seen on his YouTube videos. Because he was in businessman mode. Yeah, it was. It was almost as if I was just, you know, at, you know, approaching my boss for a, a raise. So what but did what Jake did you, Yeah. So so is he is he a dumb guy? I don't know. I mean, he's he's wealthy. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean he's not stupid. But um, you know, he seemed to be in control of the room and in control of all the people around him. And there were there were people that were thirty years older than me that were waiting for him to speak. That's mortifying. There's some part of that that's mortifying. Let's wait for this genius to speak. And it's just this dunce, right? This dunce who was starting fires in an in a in an infinity pool in a well, residential he, neighborhood. He made reference to the fact he said, you know, I've been through some stuff lately, but I've got, you know, great folks that can do sort of damage control and he offered their services to me as if I had done anything that would require that. What are you going to do? Bury bodies for the guy? I didn't do anything. He just said, I I know I've been through some stuff, but I've got the right people behind me to spin it. Well, that's cool. So you, you and him are pals now or what? No. So I had the master shirt and I was just sitting there just sort of dumbfounded. And I asked him to autograph the shirt. Now this sounds like a fake. This is fake now. I, I promise yeah. you it's not, and send, I just wanted to donate it to the cause. If it's for Patreon or yeah. for if anything, you, I, you, I would love to send you a Jake Paul autographed Massa shirt. And if you send me that picture, if you send me that shirt, I'll say, we'll send you two Matt. I'll send you another Matt. Look, please, these Massa shirts. You'll get another one of those, and it'll send. I'll send you an extra shirt or something else, like a good shirt. <laughs> At your discretion. We'll send you a Massa shirt, which. Uh, Michael dig one out of the garbage bag he's got out there. He's got a garbage bag filled with massive shirts out there. He he signed it by the way right across the the uh, font, so not like on the shirt. But how do I know he of... signed it? How do I? And what am I going to get here? I got to get a. You, you got any proof that it was him? I have a, I have a photo of me with him afterwards. Yeah, I did a uh, selfie. Okay, let's do that. Send me if you send both things. We'll send you another dumb masses shirt, and then a, a real like a good shirt too. If, if that's if whatever I can do, Mike wants you to put the picture on Twitter. Uh, okay, uh, should should I do at um, Sharpling or do at, at 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 Sharpling? Do at AP Mike and at Best Show for Life Number Four Life. But the, the the craziest thing about it is when he stood up, because I, like I said, he was very rigid in his movements, and when he stood up, he had e-cigs for life. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, see? I knew it. I, I called it. I called it. Th- th- that's not even him. It's like a plague now has started. It's like a virus. One minute we'll bring Joe Firestone in. Here's my friends from A Giant Dog. I never had a car to drive. Shit to do today. Can someone please give me a ride? It's on the 
It's on the way. It's on the way. believe it mike can you believe it that was which of those e-cig guys were first of all that was a giant dog from their album that came out last year toy on merge songs called fake plastic trees every one of their records has like a, a a song named after a radiohead song i think they're making fun of radiohead they had a, they had one karma police that was a completely different song. That creep, completely different. I think they're trolling Radiohead. Mike Phantom Thread enjoyed it. How high would you rank that on the list of best movies ever made? Eleven. I'm putting it at around eight at this point now. Why would you do this to me, AP Mike? Why? Are you a saboteur? Do you have a gun? AP Mike, you know I like my calls. Do not have e-cigarettes for legs. I prefer them with butter. Yet you serve me calls with e-cigarettes for legs. Are you an enemy? Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So yeah, giant dog, the e-cigarette guy. That's not the same. That's like a new guy jumping in on it, right? Yeah. So now, what is this Spartacus? Now, these idiots—they're all going to say they're the e-cigarette guy. I am the e-cigarette guy. Mom, I'm on the. I always love the. Accusation that everybody lives at home with their parents when it's like, eh, people have, the people doing this stuff have completely normal lives and this is just have them lashing out at the world. I want to bring to the show my friend Joe Firestone. Hi. Hi, Tom. How are you, Joe? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for coming and being here. Thanks for having me and thanks for giving me this Starbucks refresher. Yes. Starbucks refresher. It's, uh, yeah, it's good stuff, right? I never had one before. Or do you feel refreshed? I do. I love it. Does it have caffeine in it? It says it has ca- caffeine from green coffee is what it says. Uh-huh. I yeah. don't know what that is. Get you all loopy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you drink coffee? I do drink coffee, but only in the morning. You don't drink it like, for example, at <laughs> 10 o'clock at night <laughs> no. like I'm doing right now? No, I would be up for all hours. I, you mean like I will be? Yeah, you will stay up all hours. And I, sometimes I want to and sometimes I don't want to. Sometimes I'm like, oh, where's the off switch on this brain of mine? You should try w- watching Gilmore Girls. I've heard you talk about Gilmore Girls. You're, you're, you're 
pushing that? I just think it's a great show. Does it help wind you down at the end of the day? Yes. Now, who's your favorite of the Gilmore Girls? Rory? Is that one of them? Yeah. Rory? Well, they're both named Lorelai. Okay. Well, who's Rory, then? Well, Rory's a nickname for Lorelai. Oh, okay. So yeah. they're both named Lorelai. Yeah. But Rory is one of them, and the other one is, goes by Lorelai? Yeah. Okay. Which one's Rory? Rory's a little one. Okay. Who's played by Alexis Bladel? <laughs> yes. Right? yes, you you can remember her name because it's like Alexis Dreidel, more like Alexis Bladel. <laughs> Alexis Dreidel, which is no one would say that's more <laughs> like Alexis because if you did it the other way, that's just anti-Semitism. Well, if you're just like Alexis Bladel, more like Alexis Dreidel, it's like. Like, I don't even know if she's uh, one of the chosen. I don't think she is, just based on the face. I have no, I have no feel for that. I don't, I don't don't judge. I have a, I have try to, I try to assess. (laughs) I try, I try to assess. Do you know? Can I? Yeah, what's that? I I was riding the path train here. Yeah. And the path train is so inspirational. It is. Yeah. How so? They had a quote on the path train screen that said, you can only, you only accept the love you think you deserve. Mm-hmm. They said that on the path train. The path train? Mm-hmm. It's trying to freak people out. <laughs> it's a little heavy for the path train. It's a lot. You only, because now you're on the path, I guess it's, I guess they must be thinking, it's like, look, this thing's 15 minutes tops, you're on this thing. Yeah. We'll blow your mind <laughs> yeah. and you'll be, you'll be off. Like we'll keep you, we'll keep your mind blown the whole time you're on this thing. There was another thing that showed it was a video on how to raise your children to turn out like Steve Wozniak. What? Steve Wozniak. Yeah. Oh, I know Steve Wozniak, but what? Who's commissioning that <laughs> I don't video? Know. It's Maybe clearly Steve Wozniak. <laughs> I'm going to say who's commissioning. It went from being the most. From me being like, I have no idea on earth who would commission that dude, giving it a, a millisecond of thought and being like, oh, I know. <laughs> I went from everyone, could be anyone on this planet, to, yeah, it's one guy. Steve Wozniak commissioned that video. Raise your kids to be like me. Lose money on the Us Festival. Don't you want your kids to host a rock festival and have to provide piles of cocaine for... I think Van Halen at that point had, they put, I think, is that true? My, I forget where. Did they put Coke in their, in their like water bottle, like their squeeze, like their, their, wor- like the kind of bottle you squeeze and just, just so they could be on stage. I don't know. They needed it? They needed a squeezy bottle of cocaine? I guess, well, I guess it was water. It was cocaine water. It would be oh, like what cocaine. like what vitamin water is. Coconut water. Well, cocaine Except water. coconut. Cocaine, yes. So, on the path train, it yeah. said, you can only... You can only accept, accept the love the, you think you deserve. You can only accept the love you think you deserve. That brought which me in. That I think we're going to end the show now. <laughs> That's enough for everyone for the remainder of the <laughs> evening. There, there is no more mental room for a show else. now. I had to think about it for for the whole path train. And were you just like, because it feels like one of those things you like, you, you're like, well, that's not true. And then, then you're just like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. 
I guess maybe like you, you reflexively push back on something like that. No, and then you're like, how much love do I deserve? Yeah. How much love do I accept? <laughs> and then it's like, it's terrible. Oh, right? no, and then suddenly you realize you've missed your stop. <laughs> and then you got to have children and raise them to be Steve Wozniak's. And then Steve it's... Wozniak is like, I mean, what's the video? Oh, do you want to know how to raise your kids like Steve yeah, Wozniak? Yeah, please. What's, so what's you're not supposed thing? to imbue your morals onto your children. Okay. You're supposed to let them come upon their own morals. Sure, that sounds like some great. <laughs> why, 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 why be a parent to your children? Well, let them figure out some weird stuff on their own. Well, I was thinking about it. I was like, well, my dad really enforced his morals on me, and mm-hmm. I mean, I'm nothing like Steve Wozniak. I'll never yeah. be as successful as Steve Wozniak. You're not as successful as him yet. I never will be. I was raised with morals. Yes. I'll never be Steve Wozniak. So, but what, what does that even mean to, like, not, were your kids supposed to come home and just be like, uh, like, I like killing animals. <laughs> yes, and then so you be like, well, you found that on your own. You're not my place to stop you. You're supposed to talk about it without a, without a moral compass. Yeah. Just... Without a moral, I'm supposed to just be like, I like beating kids up at school because they look different. They say, well, little well, Steve. That's that's interesting. Yeah, that's good, a, good, okay. You found, that's not exactly how I see, but it's not my, not my place to give you any guidance. Why would it be my place as your parent? Well, that's like my mom is a play therapist and her mm-hmm. job is to put out a blanket and then just narrate what kids are doing. Mm-hmm. And so like a kid will be like smashing a baby doll against the ground and she'll be like, I noticed that you're smashing the baby doll. And the kid yeah. will be like, it's my brother. And then my mom will be like, I noticed you said it's your brother. Yeah. And so, so but it's like pulling the things out without like, like your, your, your mother's letting it, letting, letting the kid reveal the things. Mm-hmm. But she can't be like, don't don't hit that baby doll. Yeah. You have to let well, the baby mother's, doll. So you've got a chance. Half of you has a chance to be like Steve Wozniak. No, it's just. So it wasn't for your father and his, yeah. his bringing you up with his, only, his own. You only accept the love you deserve. He let you know about his moral code. It's terrible. Do not steal. Yeah, right. Could be Steve Wozniak. Yeah. I took this. It wasn't mine. It's mine now. Okay. <laughs> that's very that's interesting so it's it belongs to you now and I'm going to take your things too <laughs> um, not every day you get a Steve Wozniak on the streets no Steve Wozniak and he's, and he's doing it on the path train that's the weirdest <laughs> yes. like get this video on you know that train that runs but not the subway <laughs> The one that goes, that connects New Jersey to New York. Put it on that one. So the New York Transit. No, no. The one that has seven stops. That's the one I want the thing on. <laughs> Very weird. The sign, that's what happens when you have too much money. Yeah. Hey, this guy's still got money to burn. He's putting still, out videos on the path train. Yeah, he should do another Us Festival. <laughs> well, you can't tell him what to do. He's not going to listen. No. He didn't learn. <laughs> so, Joe Firestone, you... I wonder if Steve Wozniak will call in. I can feel that one. Oh, yeah? He won't. Okay. That's a no. Okay. I can, I'm can. i ahead of you on this one. 
odds are, if there was a Magic 8-Ball here, it would say, it would say, uh, yeah, that's not happening. Oh. It would be like one you've never seen before <laughs> would show up on it. You're like, well, that's weird. I thought I knew all the possibilities on the Magic 8-Ball. Oh, dang, uh, this is a shake again, sucker. That's yeah. weird. We're just like, yeah, come on, stop it. Like, what if one just shows one and you keep shaking it, trying to get that back? I swear to you, it said, come on, stop it. It's just a little middle finger on the cube. <laughs> yes. And then you're like breaking a magic eight ball open with a hammer to try to show everybody. Didn't you ever want to drink the juice? Yeah. Yeah. At least, or not, maybe not wanted to drink it. I at least was curious about it. Yeah, the taste. And the idea that you called it juice <laughs> rather than just water is exactly why you wanted, you were curious about it, and I was curious about it, because you said juice, I'm like, yeah, it's a juice. It's juice. And it's like, no, it's water. It's not juice. Was apple juice in there? It's blue. It's blue juice. So it's food color, is that, see, now I want to drink one. I know. Mike. Crack one open. Put it in the fridge. Hey, Mike, what about this at the bar? I'm telling you, here we go. Oh, here's a million dollar idea. You're tending bar, Mike, right? You serve a drink in a Magic 8-Ball, right? If you got some Magic 8-Balls, some like some... If you got some Magic 8-Balls and you put, you put like drinks in them and you could charge more to drink out of a Magic 8-Ball, you'd be rolling in it. Even more than you are with this AP Mike thing. APMike.bandcamp.com. Did he try to foist one of the shirts on you yet? No, not yet. Well, get ready. Okay. It's... I guarantee. Hey, you want a shirt? Yes. So, yeah. So, it's not... It's... it's What is it? It's water with blue dye? If you want to simplify it. But now, I'm like, does that mean Steve I have Wozniak to go... Wozniak would say it's a soda. He would say, drink he the soda. He has no limits. You guys want soda? <laughs> you guys like soda? You guys like answers? To... <laughs> <laughs> well, the perfect thing is... Or maybe just put a little straw hole in a magic eight ball, oh, right? I once got served a drink in a green pepper, and I was so embarrassed. Like an actual fresh yeah. green pepper. Yeah, they'd hollowed it out and served a drink in it. I said, come on, now i got to hold this while I talk to people. It was so <laughs> embarrassing. Where where was that? It was at a bar in Long Island City. Uh-huh. And they were just like, were you just like, I thought I just ordered a drink, <laughs> yeah. and then they brought it in a green pepper? And they said, here you go, vegetable gal. And then I had to drink it. And then the, the I kind of wanted to take a bite like Willy yeah. Wonka in yeah, that yeah. little buttercup. Sure. But you can't take a bite out of your glass when everyone's just holding their glass like a normal person. Suddenly you're eating the glass. <laughs> <laughs> It'll train you to eat the wrong stuff. You know what? If they're going to bring it over in a green pepper... You do whatever you want. That's on them. They started the weirdness. You didn't start the weirdness. You're just... They started the game, but you're playing the game. I play now. the game to my rules. Yeah, you're here. Okay. I, I eat didn't, my cups. Yeah. I didn't start this game, but I'll play it. <laughs> I'll, you bring it over in a in a green pepper, I'm going to eat the thing in front of you. How do you like it? What if they washed it out? <laughs> What if you saw that, and then you're just like, oh, no, was I not the first one to drink out of this green pepper? It's been through the dishwasher three times. Uh, it's cooked. <laughs> yes. It's like steamed vegetables oh. that you were drinking out of. Now, that's enough to make you want to 
throw up. But that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk to you about all the hats you wear. You wear so many hats. I know, wearing barely a hat. You do stand stand up, right? Yeah. You do stand up. Yeah, I do stand up. You did a special a few months ago. I guess so. It aired? Well, you did it. It aired, I guess. It aired. How'd that go? Well, uh, somebody, I, there was a large crash in the middle of it. Okay. A large piece of machinery tipped over in the middle of it. Uh huh. Was it just a sound, or did you see this thing no, go down? No, it was just down? a sound. So you're on stage. Yeah. And this was in where was were you doing L- this? L- L- New Orleans. New Orleans, of course, right up your the city. Right up I, my city. I, your your play, your city. I say I'm home. <laughs> You're home. You just feel it. I say, bring me your tornadoes or whatever the drink is. What's Here the drink down there? The blizzard? The hurricane. S- the hurricanes. Right? Oh, that. well, that's yeah. kind of dark. Okay. So, yeah. So you get the hurricane. Yeah. And you get the the, the beignets. Yeah, I'll get a couple right? you, beignets. You're just loading up on those. Yeah. And now you're like, let's go do some stand-up. Sure. You know. Let's go do stand-up. <laughs> So you're on stage, you're partway through the thing, and suddenly yeah. what's the sound you hear? A giant, some kind of crane crashing over. <laughs> and it's terrible. Is, were people scared? Um, no, I, well, nobody yelped, uh-huh. I, I, but I, I got a little, I thought, what are, what's that noise? Is everyone yeah. okay? That's not a part of my show. No, so I spent a lot of time asking if people were okay, and nobody was mm-hmm. answering me because it was a taping. Because uh, nobody wanted to say anything during no. the taping. No. Yeah. So you, did you, did you? Did so the, the set wasn't going so well before that. So then the set mostly became about this, this machinery that tipped over. Uh-huh. And yeah. then, um... Yeah, that's and then Comedy Central told me they cut the machinery part, so I don't know what they included in that special, but I'm not going to watch it. That's for sure. So it starts off a little not where you wanted it to be, according to you. I'm, look, I'm sure it's very funny. Oh, and then I do a part where I'm like, "Who's my celebrity lookalike?" I talk about celebrity lookalikes, mm-hmm. and somebody said David Spade. What? David Spade. It's horrible. Well, not that it's hard. No, he's a handsome guy. You don't look anything like David Spade. David I wouldn't Spade. even. You, I would. I could list. It. First of all, I would never list anybody because that's the most rude thing you could ever do. <laughs> a celebrity lookalike is the best thing. Oh, I think it's the worst thing. What do you mean? It name, only hurts feelings. Name a celebrity you wouldn't want to be that, compared to. I, I, I all, if, if, if you could, I'm, I'm talking about saying them because if I said to somebody. You could literally say to somebody, oh, you look like Angelina Jolie. They'd be like, what? she looks so, what? <laughs> Is that mean? She looks so mean all the time. Like they, anybody could take offense to anything. I know. I know. You ever you ever have somebody, like a real-life doppelganger? I always think they always, every time someone's like, oh, this person looks so much like you. I'm like, they look so sad. Uh-huh. They always look sad. Yeah. So that's when they think they look like you. Yeah. I get people send me weird people in paintings. Oh, paintings? Like old paintings? Yeah, like, like whatever that old like, trash that no one wants from 400 like years ago. Like girl with a pearl earring kind of thing? Well, not literally that one. Well, no, of course. But that kind of old junk that, like, is clogging up museums. It kind of like, makes me want to go to the Met, go for Tom Nobody Sharpling wants that hunt. stuff. Nobody wants that stuff in museums. Like, that stuff's like devaluing. That stuff's like doo-wop records what are you talking of art. About? What do you think people like, want to see in a museum? They want to buy a, 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 a Dean Koontz thing or whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> yeah, Dean Koontz. It's a 
framed novel. <laughs> you know that artist, Dean Coons? He is an artist. He really is. What's that guy's name, what Mike? What he does with murder. Jeff Coons. There you go. Yes. Classic mix-up. <laughs> Dean Coons. You wouldn't want to go get the... Uh, how much this copy of Intensity... You know, my favorite artist... Sold for $16 million. John Grisham. John I Grisham. Love his work. You like going... So you like modern art. Oh, yes. Of course. <laughs> oh, the classics. Mm-hmm. John Grisham was an excellent piece in the MoMA. If I went and did things where I just put a Dean Koontz book <laughs> in a frame, do you think if I hung that at a museum... There's got to be a museum where if I hung that and then put a little card underneath it... Thebestshow.net? It just put a little, just a thing just saying like that it's just passing it off as someone else's thing. Someone would fall for that. Oh, yeah. Just like if I go to the airport and buy a copy of a Dean Coons book. <laughs> You'd have to go. I'm sure you could get one closer than the airport. I think they're just at the airport. Yeah. I guess it is part of the art. It's found objects founded at the airport. You ever notice those people who sign, do weird autograph signings at airports where you go and you just be like, well, this weird Jim Gaffigan signed books at this no. airport? No. You go and they're like. Signed copies of Jim Gaffigan books. Was oh. he sitting? <laughs> did he? Was his flight get delayed? He just like pulls up a chair at Hudson News. That's just nice. starts signing books. I can't. I can't even. I can't imagine going to the airport without getting on a plane. I but, can't imagine. Yeah. But do you think when he goes and does that at the airport, they're just people are like, that's all right. Yeah. People are just grabbing these things. Don't worry, no repeat customers here. Not, gotta, not until they fly again. I gotta find one of those. I wanna find a signed signed copy in an airport. Why is he signing the books? Oh. You think in his voice, in his own mind he's like I don't know why he's signing the books. <laughs> I don't want the I don't want a signed book from him. So you're a stand up. Mm-hmm. You are a Podcast host. You do a show called Doctor Game Show. I do. You've been on it. I have been on it. I was on the the original iteration of yes. it, which was at WFMU, which is where your feud with Manolo started. That's where it began. Your co-host Manolo, who yeah. is, I like Manolo a lot. I written all all Manolo is very funny. I think he's very funny, very talented. He's a talent. First of all, he's a talented artist. He is a very talented. Independent artist. of him as a host. Or, very or a, talented artist. Almost as talented as Dean Koontz. What if I hung a thing in a museum and I put Manolo's, <laughs> a Dean Koontz book, and I just put a card that had Manolo's, like, just said Manolo. I said, uh, you know, just, uh, paper. <laughs> <laughs> like, just the, just the, the medium. Paper, eight. Like, 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 eight by eleven or whatever. One of those dumb. You got it. Somebody's gonna take this idea and run with it. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. Write this down. <laughs> I think we got an up. Op- oh, this is nice. I look on Twitter. Hmm. This is what this this AP Mike, who's supposed to be on my side. Will e-cigarettes go for the trifecta? <laughs> Stay tuned to. So this this Mike is a prodding the. He's prodding, you know, you're, 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 you're prodding the animals. I kind of like that guy. I like him too, but he's, but I, I'm close to catching him. <laughs> it's like, look, everybody liked Harrison Ford in The Fugitive, uh-huh. but they also like Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> I'm just, it's just, you like both people in the chase. You like the hunter and the hunted. 
course. You're rooting for both of them. That's why we watch Planet Earth 2. Why? Well, I didn't watch that. Oh, you should. What is it? Just the tidal waves and stuff? No, it's about hunters. Whales. You see your favorite animals eat each other. I can't watch that. Come on, it's peaceful. It's a gazelle. Well, bye-bye, gazelle. trashed. If you see a gazelle, you know it's going to get trashed. Yeah, you know they're not trashing anybody, right? Any animal, I'm sure any animal starts off with eating a plant is... It's a goner. It's, yeah, you're Spoiler gone. Spoiler alert, it's yeah. going down. <laughs> Spoiler alert, yeah. News flash: someone's going to come along and trash this animal. Don't you ever just want to see someone just fight back against the... Like, you see a do, gazelle, you, like, knock out gazelle a... Gazelle can fight back, but gazelles can... I mean, do you use the word trash to describe eating? I don't know. I just think I started... That might be a new thing. Like, like I'm going like to trash now. this lean cuisine. <laughs> no, I don't do that. Okay. Like, I don't li- I don't have a stop sign hanging on my wall <laughs> and Christmas lights and a street sign... <laughs> Another street sign. Well, you know, no, like it's like an address, like uh-huh. one of the actual intersection oh, damn. ones. That's good. I don't have any of those things because I'm not living in a dorm room. <laughs> oh, what's that now? Your email. Oh, hey, welcome to the show. Oh, it's it's great to have you here. Oh, Look, it's Joe Farr's Studios here. I told you he was uh, he's on his way. Everyone, yeah, he's here. He had some business to take care of, but he's here. Yeah. You good? I'm good. Good. You're, You're good, good too. You check your email. Okay, I will. Did the pizza show up yet? Not yet. Seems What's wrong? What is it? What do you, what do you ask? A medium mail? How do you have this thing shipped, Pat? This pizza. Media mail. That's a deep cut to the USPS. Well, you know media mail because that's a... I'm sure you send your card. Well, you probably send those cards out just in an envelope, right? The the stickers that people, the magnets. They're, ma- they're magnets. They're magnets. They're magnets. Please get. don't call them stickers. stickers. Well, well, they're 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 electric stickers please, please or whatever don't call they are. Them electric stickers. What's a magnet? Magnets. Isn't a magnet no different than an electric sticker? I don't know what you mean by electric sticker. It sticks because of magnetic powers. <laughs> so. <laughs> You do Doctor Game Show. You started it on WFMU. Yeah. And then then it moved over. Now it is a it's on Earwolf, the Earwolf Network, the podcast network which is home to so many huge podcasts. And Doctor Game Show. And Doctor Game Show. But it puts like you're part of the East Coast Earwolf Revolution. Sure. You're you're beautiful anonymous. Oh yeah. Your your uh what other ones are done out of here? I don't know. I don't know what else is done out of here. I think it's just you and Chris. I guess so. Right? Just holding down the fort. Yeah. That's studio. I don't think there's any other comedy podcasts okay. out of New York. But, yeah, yeah it's okay. Well, I, we, were th- we were thinking that, because, well, Manolo is kind of a, um, he's, I think he needs some, you know, some healthy competition. Mm-hmm. So we were thinking that maybe you could, um. Mm-hmm. Maybe come on and be a potential. Just see, sure. try it out. Yeah, I mean to give him a run to to just make him sweat a little. Yeah, just bit. make him sweat. You gotta a make bit. him a. You gotta make because I think he. Because there's sometimes you hear him and he's just like. There's times when you're just like. You literally have one one thing to do, Manola. I'm asking one. I'm asking one thing of you, for this, and you're not doing it. He never does it. So I think maybe if you were in the studio, given maybe threatening his job, okay. it might help. 
He talks about that thermos a fair amount. He always talking about the thermos. I've never heard anybody talk more about the procurement of of liquids more than Manolo <laughs> as like a legitimate point of interest where he's just like, so what are you up to, Manolo? Be like, well, I went to the coffee shop and got, I realized I didn't clean my thermos out before I got the coffee and it was all sludgy in the thermos. I remember what he was saying. And you're just like, but I think that's happened twice. He's talked about not cleaning his thermos. (laughs) (laughs) But the show is great. It's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. Don't you dare. It is. I listen to it all the time. Well, you should. I, I think you should come back and threaten Manolo's job. You had an episode. Oh, I will. Right. I'll gladly do that. You had an episode which had uh, some of the highlights. It, it, there was the one where where it was Connor O'Malley. Oh my god! Which is one of my favorite ones because he's he scares me a little bit. Still, <laughs> Why does he scare? I don't know because he seems like he knows he knows he's a loose cannon, right? He knows he is. And he embraces it. Uh-huh. Like, he leans into it way... <laughs> he's way too into the fact that he knows he's a loose cannon. Well, right before that episode, I said, listen, Connor, John, John Reynolds was on it, too. Mm-hmm. I said, guys, it's a, it's a, it's a family-friendly show. Mm-hmm. So please just try to, you know, no curse words, no nothing about, yeah. you know, a, a, you know mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, No toilet mouth. No toilet mouth, please. Right? Yeah. And he, they said, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. And then they went and... Every other word was a toilet. A toilet. Cho- a, a, yeah, from straight the, from the toilet. They're pulling it out of the toilet. Straight out of the toilet. So now there's an editing. Because it's funny when you hear an episode of your show where it's got two guests like John Reynolds and uh, and Connor O'Malley where they're going so far off target with the thing, yet the episode comes in shorter than any episode you've ever done. <laughs> that means that huge stretches of it were were cut out. Well, it's like he's talking about ISIS for 45 minutes. We can't put that in a game show podcast. His game show? Yeah, his game show. Is it ISIS? He's... But that's what spooks me about him. He's a little too into it. He's a little too into how how he freaks people out. He likes it. You can tell he gets his jollies that you're confused by him. He's kind of into minions now. He's really into minions. But that's a thing. Minions? That's the other thing. She'll be like, yeah, minions. And it's Sprite. Like, he'll get mad at these things. It's like, yeah. I don't see this guy. He's not out in a cabin. Right? Last time I checked, he's working in show business also. He's grabbing the paycheck from one of the four multinational corporations that write everyone's check. It is just right? four. Yeah. He's not out in the woods. <laughs> well, he's, it's not like he's carving his comedy into the side of a tree. No, we're all, we're all sellouts. Yeah. Well, we're not sellouts. What else are you going to do? Everybody's a sellout. If you're a sellout, not everybody. I'm look. definitely a sellout. Well, I'm. You're you're not a sellout. You got Patreon. Got Patreon. Yes. Look, we're all everybody's just in this world. You can only keep track of your your business, and you try to make sure you're actively doing good stuff because you got to assume something along the lines of who's paying you is not good. 
And you only can accept the love that you think you deserve. Whoa. So I'm sorry to throw that in there. (laughs) Yeah. There goes the... (laughs) I went just past the Christopher Street stop. I missed my stop thinking about that. Whoa, man. But people can hear Doc. When do new episodes go up? On Wednesdays. 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 Yes. And who's on tomorrow's episode? Yeah, Becky Krause and Patrick Borelli. Okay. That's like a, a, an all-star lineup. They're great. Such yeah. great, funny people. Yes. It's very funny. They're both writers. They're, Patrick has a baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Becky has an Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's like a... It's like a, the world's weirdest Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> Patrick has a baby. <laughs> Becky has an Instagram. It's like, Bruce, are you okay? Are you? Patrick has a baby. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Becky has an Instagram. I think Bruce is, uh, <laughs> Bruce, you might, you can sit this one out, Bruce. Bruce, why don't you take a vacation? There's 12 more minutes you're, of this song. You're all right. Yeah. Yeah, you, they're like looking. It's just at the very beginning of the. It's like, oh, there's twelve more minutes to go. This, I think Bruce Bruce lost his fastball. I'm gonna say, hey Mike, are any of these calls good? Line one. Let's get these people over with. Bed show. Hi. Oh, uh, Mr. Shipling, Miss Firestone. Hello. Yes. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Who are we speaking? This is uh, Steve from Philadelphia. Well, let me turn down the radio. There we go. Steve from Philadelphia. Philadelphia, eh? Yes, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yeah. I think there's one in Missouri. Okay. Uh, I was calling for Waz Chat. Actually, there's a lot going on, but Waz first, Chat was the first idea. First of all, it's, yes. you're going to talk about Missouri and you're not going to mention uh, Joe Firestone? Hi. Uh, uh, Where are I'm from Missouri, Steve. I've been there when I was younger. I have family in Wright City, mm-hmm. yeah. which is like... I know Wright City. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I and got chased off the road by rednecks in a in a rental caravan. And it just... Did any of those rednecks have e-cigarettes for legs? Oh, no, it's not. I'm not that guy, Tom. Oh, I'm so paranoid now. So paranoid I, I, everyone. I, you. I mean... <laughs> Where? What? <laughs> Everyone's got e-cigarettes for legs Did now. Did any of those rednecks have e-cigarettes for legs? <laughs> Did you think you were going to ask that question? Another bad Bruce Springsteen song. He's really um, losing his mind. What, was the quote on the path train sign, is, was that, was, was put that up? Is that what it is? No, that was a separate quote. It was a separate oh, quote. Because it also, it sounds like something he would say. The thing is, is like, it's, it's, he's not like, um, He's he's like a, he has like this beautiful innocent mind, Steve Wozniak. Yes, I'm like for the longest used. time, like yes. I was like an Apple fanboy, and uh, I love Steve Jobs because he did. He's the one you saw the most. It turns out that he's the evil one, and Woz is actually like this pure innocent that just yeah, wants to innocent. like make stuff and help now, these people. Are, these are these a hundred years from now. These people will be looked at as enemies of humanity. <laughs> Oh, made, they ruined it. They That's ruined exactly. yeah. Steve Wozniak. That's where I am now. Steve yeah, Wozniak no, is no friend of humanity. Why? Because he, he, does, he But he thinks he is. But he thinks he okay, is. Yeah, he doesn't, he, thinks he, he is. can't see. He, he, is. <laughs> he can't see it. Yeah, but he's Ted like, Bundy he thought he was a good guy also. And yeah. 
freaks out flight attendants with he has he has metal business cards that he he cuts food with on airplanes just to like he's one of those kind of nerds. Where he's it's all annoying. <laughs> yeah, well, it, I'm gonna yeah, cut I, my it, food with my business card. I mean, that can't exactly. be funny, right? Yeah, imagine him now. He's on the table, the first class, chopping up food on a. With his business card? What? Oh. They don't bring things you can cut your food with? First? What kind of food do you need to cut yeah. on a plate? Yeah, exactly. They're not bringing... It's like... Peanuts? You're going to snort them? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, this steak is so tough. No. It's like, no, everything is... It's cafeteria food. It's just the shape of steak, but it's actually very soft and pliable. Yeah. Mike, you ever eat food in, like, first class? It's terrible. You just know. Have you ever eaten at Ikea? Have you ever eaten at a ho- in a hospital? No. no, you've okay. Well, you pass it up. Have you ever eaten at where would what would you uh, compare airplane food to? Because it's like old, oh, it's, it's old country buffet. Yeah, Starbucks food. Hey, I love Starbucks what? food. Yeah, what, do you what the what, like what, it, what do you I have against guilty. hard-boiled eggs <laughs> <laughs> and butter? Or like a weird. Rolls. What do you have against a weird, cold, super cold roll and a hard-boiled egg and a thing of frozen peanut butter and a in a little squish pack? Don't forget two and grapes. Said two grapes, one of which is really mushy. Like, <laughs> You get that pack, the protein pack. Oh, that's a lot of protein. Oh, yeah. That'll Hard last boiled egg. Two hours. Hard boiled egg. A you, roll. What is that thing? Is that like a biscuit or it's, in there? It's a puck. Yeah. A freezing cold puck. But somehow tube, all crust. A tube of peanut butter that you just like, it's like what you squirt, we do like ketchup in, but it's got it's, peanut butter. It's so hard. It's enough protein you should be weightlifting. <laughs> yes. What are you doing at Starbucks? If you're you be studying, writing a screenplay, yeah. writing a screenplay, eat a eat a cinnamon roll. You don't need that much energy. Yeah, go to the when you go to the boulangerie. You go to the <laughs> at Starbucks. Well, it's thank very, you for pronouncing that right. It's very European here at Starbucks. What's the uh, code now for the bathroom? Oh, one two four. Okay, <laughs> like. Like just like you're. Oh, I, I threw out my a, receipt. A I, press code for. Uh, <laughs> oh, one two five two gets me into the <laughs> world's filthiest bathroom. Oh, this really is like a walk down the Seine. The right is that right? I think I see the Eiffel Tower in the background <laughs> at the um, at the boulangerie. Look, there's a it, woman it, on a bike just riding it, through. The bathrooms yeah. are, are rough. But but like I there's one that every when I take a bus to to the city like yeah you know, like go back to, to to New York to see your friends and family like I always get off like like as soon as like you get out of the tunnel I get off and there's a Starbucks that I just go to automatically because I know they never change their bathroom code and it's like oh it's better than a bus bathroom <laughs> yeah so you're gaming the system then is what you're doing you got I, I, all I the angles part. figured out oh right? no hardly sir. Now, when you're at that Starbucks, is there any any of the baristas have e-cigarettes for legs? No, but you know, but they do. They they do talk a lot about the uh, the US Festival, which is the other thing I want. All to right, talk you're about. way. I'm I'm hanging actually hanging up on that. He's way too into Steve Wozniak. He loves Steve Wozniak. Maybe he wait. He was Steve. His name was Steve. Yeah. 
from Philadelphia. How do we know that's not Steve Wozniak that's hanging out in Philadelphia taking the bus in Manhattan? Pretty sure that was not Steve Wozniak. Big fan of Starbucks bathrooms. <laughs> that actually, maybe it was him Steve that actually. Steve Wozniak doesn't obey the rules. Yeah. He goes, he thinks outside the box. Yeah. He doesn't use the bus bathroom, he uses Starbucks bathroom. Yeah, you picture him being like, I remember the code to this place, to this one. Oh, good. Fred from Honolulu's going off on Twitter. There you go. What, what's he about? I don't know. Oh. Him and Connor O'Malley. Put them both on a... <laughs> launch them into the sun. <laughs> Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. Yes, hi. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm, I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Oh, uh, this is Bucky and Julia. Hold on a second. Somebody's going to give me a thing. You ever eat the food in first class? It's terrible. Also, I run out of cabbie. Look, the only reason I would ever not be in coach is because someone else is paying for it. You think I'm footing a bill for any of that stuff? No. There's it, Legally, not legally, if you're a part of a writer's guild, they have to fly you in uh, something better than coach. That's the only reason I'm up there. You think I'm writing checks for that? Are you... You Could know, you so, imagine? sometimes on Southwest.com, you know, mm-hmm. you can get like a $150 flight, but there's like another option to get the same flight for $750. Yeah. And I wonder who's clicking that. Yeah, for sure. That's, yeah. I always look, there's those things like that. Who's, who's, yeah, who's spending that much money? Have you ever had to call the airline and be like, like, I need to get the flight here? And then they like have to say things with like a straight, they'd be like, okay, that would be uh, $2,100. And can I... Would you like me to book that for you? It's like, no, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off. I'm actually gonna hold off. I'm not gonna pay twenty one hundred dollars for the flight. And you're saying it's so measured. You know that's nuts. That price. You're. But they, they say it's so as if it's so normal. And that would be twenty one hundred dollars. And you will um, get to Boston in forty hours. <laughs> yeah, there's a layover. It'd be. It's a layover so, in Florida. Could you imagine a you know, layover? Yeah, I flew from. I fly from Newark to uh, JFK, <laughs> first class, and that'll be $3,000. Newark, it's a seven-minute flight. But is there any other way to get there? That's like Sully. That's that's where Sully was flying. Newark to JFK. Yes. And that's where he crossed the Hudson. Yeah. That's why that thing went over the thing. It was a weird, you're not supposed to be flying over the Hudson. Dang He's flying. He was about to land in three minutes. Do you think at you Newark, at JFK? AP Mike had the same opinions on the movie Sully. Mike, did you see Sully? Did you like it? I don't know. This cleaning squid losing his mind. So go ahead, young man. What did you want to say now? Um. Hey. Um. So just on on. On uh, Sully, uh, they do say that um, you're most likely to get to a car accident like a quarter mile from your house. So I guess that makes sense that that's what happened to Mr. Sullenberger. So that's why he got in, I think, because he, he, he was so close to his his house that is his airport. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? He hadn't even closed his garage door yet. Okay. Yeah. That's a scary thing. I always think about getting into an accident like in uh, Adaptation. That's the accident that scares me. Back yeah. backing out of the driveway one. Oh. You ever see that movie, Adaptation? No, I never did. There's like a thing, they're just backing out of the driveway and the car gets, the truck gets rammed. Oh, that's geez. the one that scares me. Right? Wait. 
Tom, are you thinking of Punch Drunk Love? No, I'm thinking of adaptation when Christopher Cooper's uh, gets hit, not when uh, not when Barry Egan, as portrayed by Adam Sandler, gets uh, so rammed, and when he's pulling out of his uh, garage. That movie stressed me out. I had to stop it four times. You actually asked me. You said, "Hey, does this movie end sad?" <laughs> I was like, "No, it's a very happy ending." And you're like, "Okay, I'll keep watching." It's a very stressful very movie. That soundtrack. Oh, oh. Take the soundtrack. Mute it. Right? Oh. Then once in a while it's like. I think you should do a whole best show that's just you singing soundtracks to movies. And then every once in a while it's just. I mean, I can find this music. Hold on. Where is it? Probably. I wonder if that song's called Healthy Choice. Let's find out. Nope. Oh, that's it. Oh, I want the... Here we go. This is the Oh, I'm already getting stressed. Is that Sean Bryan? It is, yes. Yeah. It's really intense. No, not this one. That's the nice song. Yeah, that's a nice one. Here it is. This is the one. When you start to feel stress. Ugh. You picture him in that warehouse. Oh. He breaks Barry the plunger. Barry, phone for you. Barry's sister. sister's on the phone. No. Louis one of your seven sisters. Barry, your sister's on the phone. <laughs> Shampoo is better. Conditioner is better. Barry, what's yeah, wrong with that? Barry, you idiot. What's wrong with you? Are you going to come over and meet her or what? What's wrong with you, you idiot? Oh, I can't do it either. Okay, that's enough. So, yeah. So I was not thinking of Punch Drunk Love. Great call, my friend. Uh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Have a good night. He just burped into the phone. <laughs> that's a weird burp. I don't like that. Mike, how we doing out there? You having a good time? The pizza show up yet? I Pizza's smell the here. pizza. I smell it. You gonna get? What are you gonna eat, Mike? You gonna eat some? You gonna choke down some of the good pizza? You'll choke one down. Well, you know this is uh, look. Times like this, Mike, being a hero. It's it really being a hero is not doing the thing that you're that you can do. It's doing the thing you're you know you're afraid to do. But you still do it. That's going to be on the path train. <laughs> it's a rambling thing. <laughs> hey, Mike. Yeah. Little Pete. I hope he can choke down the pizza. It'll be like, well, they're running out of the quotes out here. This is, I think I'll walk. I think I'll walk through the Holland Tunnel instead of. <laughs> Joe Firestone. Yeah. King, what is your your at King? Firestorm. King Firestorm. I don't really go. You on regret there. that, huh? I don't. I mean, I just you don't right? do it. That was a on a whim. Well, no, I typed in my name and my name wasn't available, so they mm-hmm. gave me that as a suggestion. They suggested King Firestorm. <laughs> I'm not sure what's that they suggested it, or the, you were just like, yeah, right. <laughs> I'll go with King Firestorm, not just 
Joe underscore Firestone, for example. I didn't think about it. <laughs> King Firestorm. I don't think Twitter was working out the kinks. Look, I thought you. Were, I thought King Firestorm, first of all, was my favorite character in Thor Ragnarok. King Firestorm was great when she, she, that's she, right, she, yes, a it's king a woman. can be a woman. Yes. King Firestorm is an Avengers triathlon, and she is very powerful. You should see her yeah. with the piece. And I'm always saying this to these guys now. It's different. What? It's different, guys. What are different guys? What are you talking about? I say these guys. Those guys? It's different now. What? It's not the past. What? Because you know what I say? You know it's different? Who? The sisters are doing it for themselves <laughs> these days, guys. Wrap your head around it. That's what you say to yeah. the guys? Yeah, because they'll just be like, yeah, guys got to be a king. No, you say, I was like, uh-uh. Sisters got yeah. it. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Like that song. Sisters are doing it yeah. for themselves. Yes, and I always remind them. What's the, What movie is that in? Is that in, that's not 9 to 5. What is it? Is it in First Wives Club? No. Sister. I think it might be in First Wives Club. Might be in First Wives Club. Yeah, Starring. Starring a montage. Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. Midler. And Diane Keaton. Yes. And. Bill uh, Hedaya. Jean Dan Hedaya. Dan Hedaya. Yeah. And Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes. And Elizabeth Berkeley. Yes. I'm, I'm sensing this might be one of your favorite movies. I've watched it a few times. Right? Is, was that a cable one you watch over and over? Cable? Like, you know, cable. Cable? When you're when you're a kid and cable's just playing in the house. Oh, we didn't have cable. That was have, one of my dad's morals. That was one of dad's things. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, dad. Your daughter's in show business. <laughs> you didn't let entertainment come into the house. She just did a 180 on you. And now she's making the things. Steve Wozniak style. She lives there now. I'd rent the movie from Schnooks. Schnooks was what now? It was a grocery store with a video rental facility. Okay. And you'd go to Schnooks? Mm Mm-hmm. And and this is where now is Schnooks in Kansas City? No, Schnooks is in St. Louis. There's also one in Kansas City. There's one in Jefferson City. So Schnooks in St. Louis. Yeah. And you're going in and you're you're saying, Mom, I want to get... First Wives Club again. And she's saying... Mom, give me the book about the three divorces. And she's saying... And it's now it's just like no, not much different from the kid smashing the doll. She's watching you with this thing and being like, okay, why do you want to watch the movie about the three women getting divorces? I want to see it. I did have a... Cr- and we'll rent it again. I had a very gravelly voice as a child, and then it just kept going up as I got older. Yes. Well, that's... You should have seen my hips. They were huge. <laughs> I had reverse puberty. Yes, you went the other way. Um, And you also, speaking of... Because uh, I was going to say, Johnny Carson used to say puberty. Mm-hmm. When he would be like, it's uh, reaching puberty, which is <laughs> odd. Right? And you work on The Tonight Show! The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Yeah. And is that fun? Yeah, I think it's fun sometimes. It's just kind of a stressful job, but I sit behind a pillar so nobody talks to me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You just hide. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you're on camera, too, sometimes, and you're great on the show. Oh, you always kill when you you're on what? camera. You'd be surprised. Oh, I've seen. 
I would not be surprised. Uh, I read Split Cider. Uh-oh. Yeah, I follow the news. What I'm pretty th- up on the news. What do you think Split besides Cider, you? Split <laughs> Cider, AV Club. Who reads Split Cider besides you? I read like five, six comedy websites a day. Interrobang? Just stay on the thing. I read Interrobang, Comics Split Comics? Cider, Comics Comic. High reviews? Laugh. 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 Zone. Laugh. I go to laugh.com. I go to the Comedy Central site, see what's up over there. Just see if they're announcing anything. <laughs> oh, wow. New season of, uh, of, uh, this isn't happening. Hmm. Let me mark that uh-huh. on my iCal. Good. Mark it right? in your iCal right next mm. to Thanksgiving. <laughs> Things yeah. to be grateful for. Yes. A new season of, is that your call? This isn't happening. This is not happening. This is not happening. Yeah, you gotta add it to your gratitude list, Tom. Yes. Shno- no, Schnooks. Schnooks. Schnooks is like a, a it's it just a, it's a family, or uh, like it's like a family, the Schnook family. Yeah, there was Papa Schnooks and uh-huh. Mama Schnooks, and they. Uh huh. Didn't okay. you have a? Isn't there a grocery store in New Jersey that's like Schnooks? Mm-mm. There's no Schnooks. No, like, we we had Acme. That's like a cartoon. Yes, it's where Wiley Coyote did his shopping. <laughs> We'd often see him at the store buying rockets and <laughs> explosives while we were buying orange juice and bread. His cart would be filled with with weapons. TNT. Yes, he had huge cases of TNT. <laughs> now he, yeah, we had Acme, which little New Jersey, little little area pride. And this this is for someone who's in the building. It's where uh, uh, Bam Margera's father worked at an Acme in the bakery. Oh, he was a baker in the Acme bakery down there in uh, outside of, of Philadelphia. Acme goes all the way down to Philadelphia. Yes, it's kind of a Jersey Philly huh. grocery chain. Not like Schnooks. Not like Schnooks. Schnooks. No video rental well. at the. So you'd go and you'd rent movies at Schnooks, and what did they have like an aisle of movies, or was it just a book no, with they, the pictures? <laughs> they had no, they had a couple of movies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not as big of a selection as Blockbuster, but uh-huh. it was a dollar cheaper. Sure, and they did not. I'm assuming there was, it was all family fare. There was no, no saloon doors no at Schnooks. No, no, no. Yes, because Mike and I, oh. one of the things we talk about a lot is just the the funny. I think maybe the funniest thing in. All of human of the twentieth century, the funniest thing is the saloon doors at a video store, where there's still a good three, like two feet underneath, not like completely wide open, and two feet above it, wide open. Just these pushing the door, like, and you'd be in the video store, and then some guy would like push his head, like the saloon doors would open, he'd have his head out. He'd be going double time toward the counter with like a <laughs> his arm folded like he's a Heisman trophy. Like he's literally you'd think Barry Sanders was in there making a push toward the end zone with the way he's got his arm around that videotape. <laughs> right, Mike? Bring back the saloon doors, Mike says. Like if I saw saloon doors, I wouldn't think it was like a bar in there. I think there's like dirty movies in there. Like if I was like, like if I was in the West, I'd be like, that's weird. There's dirty movies in there. It's like no, that's a saloon. That's why they're called saloon doors. What, weren't 
there saloon doors in I Love Lucy? Isn't that how she got for into their, the kitchen? I think they did have saloon doors for the kitchen. She would fly, they'd fly through the... They'd fly through it. Were you a fan of I Love Lucy? I love I Love Lucy. Do you like I Love Lucy? I think he's, he seemed a, a, a little too aggressive for me. He seemed like he actually hated his wife. That's a, yeah. Like at some point uh-huh. you just have to understand, it's like, she wants to be in the show. <laughs> she said 8,000 times she'd like to be some part of the show. And this guy makes like it's the first time you ever heard this every time. The rage. He he lost it. That she wanted to be in the show. It's like, no, Ricky, you might want to wrap your head around it. She wants to be in the show. I don't know. The way it goes. Joe Firestone. Who knows anymore? I don't know. And isn't it amazing, a show like that, where it was like he was like, the Cuban band leader and everything. And then there was no, not, there was no like ethnic anybody. Like they did that in the fifties. And then it seemed like for like 50 years, there was none of that anywhere. Yeah. On shows. And you know, it took that studio over. What took, you know, it was in the, I love Lucy studios. What Desilu? What the, you mean the lot? Yeah. You know, it took over that. What? At midnight. Well, I can say this. I worked on that lot because you know what shot on that lot was Monk. Monk. For a few years. Well, he's busy now. With Mrs. Meisel. Mrs. Meisel. He's very busy with the fantastic, the amazing Mrs. Meisel. Marvelous. The marvelous. She's marvelous. Well, she's, well, she's also amazing. She's so amazing. And fantastic. And beautiful. Yes. Yes. You like that show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. It's fun, right? Oh, yeah. Everything I've seen, I like. I liked everything I saw from the marvelous Mrs. Michael. She's nice. She's nice. Ray, what's her name again? What is her oh, name? Uh, Maisel. No, not Maisel.
New Jersey. Dumb Dave in the afternoon on the Crusher. WKRH, Long Branch, New Jersey. Dumb Dave in the afternoon on the Crusher. WKRH, Long Branch, New Jersey. Dumb Dave in the afternoon on the Crusher. K-R-H, Long Branch, New Jersey. All right, back to Dumb Dave. Here on the Crusher, WKRH, Long Branch. The snowstorm sucked. Got pounded. My jet skis, they're mounted, getting ready for spring. I can't go out on them. They're, ru- they're covered in snow now. I'm going to have to fix the whole mounting system in my driveway. So let's go to the suck it line. 201-332-3484. What sucks? You just call up, you say, suck it. This sucks it. Yeah, I just want to let everybody know, uh, Dumb Dave, bringing it hard. Very excited to announce. Got a concert uh, on the uh, the Crusher concert calendar over at uh, Cadoba Stadium in Long Branch, home of the Long Branch Dirt Sharks. Uh, Fieldies coming through, doing some sh- unplugged shows. Uh, it's great. I saw, last time I saw him with Corn, he was great. He's coming through. And then later in August, we got a tour coming through. It's the Vandrew W.K. Morris Songs Tour. It's uh, Van Morrison and Andrew W.K. touring together. A co-headlining gig. Uh, they're going to each cover each other's things. I think uh, W.K.'s doing... Uh, uh, He's going to do Veden Fleece, and uh, I think Van's going to take a crack at covering I Get Wet in its entirety. Dump Dave, let's get the hotline going here. 201-332-3484. Hey, my call screener, Skidmark. Skidmark! Hey, Skidmark, we got calls ready? All right, you're on with Dumb Dave. Hey. Open fire. Oscar from Elgin. Open fire. Who's on the suck it? Who's, who can suck it? Carlos Santana. Carlos Santana, good one. Why? Supernatural sucks. Yeah, I hate that album. I hate uh, Supernatural by Carlos Santana. Limp Biscuit is better. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Skidmark, who else we got? Alright, you're on with Dumb Dave. Open fire. Yeah, you who can suck it. Yeah, who's that? That uh, fraudulent e-cig leg caller. Yeah, thanks. Alright, you're on the suck it hotline. Who do we got? We got Shane from Austin. Alright, open fire, buddy. Pork roll, Taylor ham, talking sausages, big and thick, they suck. Yeah, right on. Yeah. 
Later in the show, we got Chad Smith. He's going to be calling in, talking about the new Chicken Foot DVD coming out. But we got two guests in studio now. Comedian Joe Firestone. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's up? You're on with Dumb Dave. I know. Thanks for coming in the studio. Now you're what? You do comedy or something? Yeah, yeah, I do comedy. It's like, what's that about, though, when you think about it? Like, what? what is that now? Well, Dumb Dave, it's kind of like, um, I guess, when you get on stage and you have a joke and you share it with people. Yeah, but like this whole women in comedy thing, what's that? When's that done? When is that done? Well, Dumb Dave, that's a great question. Um... I guess it's done a lot now. There's a lot of women in comedy that I would recommend to you if you want. Do you want recommendations, Dumb Dave? Not really. Okay. Uh, we also got Lance Bangs in studio. Hey, Dave. Director. Filmmaker. What's up? You work on Jackass, right? That's correct. What's yeah. up with those uh, those guys? Those are some sick Fs, right? Those sick guys. Sick Fs, yeah. It was right? Knoxville's birthday like two days ago. Right. That dude, it seems like number one sick F in the pantheon of sick Fs. Sick F at the top. What's it like when you're filming that thing and there's just like a crotch shot? What's that like? It's just like an impact. You take the body blow, you try and keep working. Yeah. It's funny though, right? Yeah. You pumped for this uh, fieldy tour? I Yeah, I'm going to go check them out on a few dates leading up to that Baltimore on the way up. I'm pretty pumped. They are going to be playing Cadoba Stadium out in Long Branch. Where do you like to sit at Cadoba? I haven't, I haven't seen a good. Well, show. I'm, I'm kind of. It's one of the few things that I got. I got some perks, so I end up hosting the shows and announcing the, the other shows coming up. So I, I kind of get the VIP treatment that night. So I'll definitely be at the meet and greet with Fieldy uh, afterwards. I'll get a photo, hopefully. Um, Joe Firestone. Yeah. What what is, what's up with uh, this comedy thing with like women in comedy? What is that? Well, Dumb Dave, you already asked me that, but I, I'm happy to answer again. Um, basically, a lot of people do comedy, a lot of women do comedy, and they're, uh, they're pretty pretty good at it. Again, if you want any recommendations for women in comedy, I'm happy to give yeah, give me Yeah, give me one. Who? Uh, Dumb Dave, I think you'd love Aparna Nancherla. All right, I'll check, I'll check her out. Yeah, please check her out. I won't. Oh, come Lance. on. Lance. Yeah. Who else are you working with? Uh, you doing other stuff? Yeah, there's a new episode of Portlandia I directed, Aaron. Now what's Thursday. that? What is that? It's a it's a comedy show. Fred Armisen, Carrie Brownstein. Okay, yeah. The the jackass thing, right? Yeah. Like when someone's barfing all over the place, what's that all about? You know, you just kind of take the body blow. You try and keep working. Cool, cool. Just That's kinda, cool. Kind of man up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hey, let's go back to the hotline. We got it here on the suck it line. Who do we got? This is Aaron from Wyoming. All right, open fire, bro. You know who can suck it? Who? Emerson Lake and Palmer. Yeah, why is that? They don't have seven strings on their guitars. I don't think that's rock music. That's right. Should talk to Fieldy. He'll show him how it's done. All right, you're on. Yeah, you know who can suck it? Haribo gummy bears. Not into fruity candy. Yeah, I'm with you there. Hate the gummy bears, right? Joe Firestone, this gummy bear, right? What's yeah. that all? What is that? Well, dumb Dave, I guess a gummy bear. If I had to say, is it's a chewy candy that you? you no, know. I, I know what they are. I know what they are. But why, why is that a candy people want? 
Uh, I guess people are afraid of bears, and having one in your mouth, it's kind of empowering. All right, great point. Uh, is this, uh, and, and also just, I got I gotta ask it, you're here. This is this women in comedy thing. Like, what? What is? What? Is, like, where's that going? What is that? Right, Dumb Dave, you did ask that a couple times before, but I will answer again. Uh, women are very funny, and uh, I think that you should try. Like, who should? Who should I check out? Who? Who's good? Well, Dumb Dave, I've been giving you uh, recommendations. Uh, do you want another recommendation? Sure. Why don't you check out Brooke Van Poplin? Okay. Yeah. All right, we got Lance Bangs in studio. Now, when somebody gets hit in the back of the head on Jackass, right? Like, what is that? What's the deal with that? What's that all about? First thing I do is kind of keep your hand on the camera. If you drop the camera, it's hard to keep shooting the rest of that day. Mm-hmm. You just kind of take the body blow. You try and just kind of keep working. Yeah. Ah, cool, cool. Hey, let's go back to the line. Skidmark, who's good here? Hey, what's up? It's Nick in Stanford. Hey, you're on. You're on. Open fire, bro. What do you got? All right, that's a meat stain's mom can suck it. Yeah. Back to the hotline. Okay, who's on? What do we got? Hi, hi, Dumb Dave. This is Mello in New Jersey. I'm 12, and you can suck it. My parents were trying to make me go to bed at 11 o'clock. Yeah, what's what's that all about, right? What's this uh, go to bed at a certain time, right? I mean, I was on the path train, and I saw the Steve Wozniak thing, and it's like he, this guy is like one of the richest guys ever, right? And he's one of the coolest guys. There. He's a total boss, and. He never did what his parents said or something like that. I wasn't paying exactly attention to it because I saw another thing on the train that freaked me out about accepting love. And I'm still a little upset about that. But, yeah, your parents can suck it. All right, let's go back. In studio, we got comedian Joe Firestone. Now, what what do people know you for, for uh, Joe? Well, Dumb Dave, I was on an episode of Crashing. Wait, Crashing? Which one is that now? It's about Pete Holmes' life. Pete Holmes, which one's that now? Pete Holmes is the tall one. The tall what? White. The tall white. Yeah. I, you know that uh, that's a thing. Is that a Starbucks drink? A tall white? I think that is. What is that? That's, that's like a, a flat white. A flat white. Okay. Dumb Dave, you go to Starbucks? Yeah, I, I do go to Starbucks. I got when I got when I got to use the can. I, I usually run in there, and sometimes they make you buy something, and then uh, you know before they give you the number. What will you usually buy? Uh, a tall white. Hey, Dave, buddy. You, hold on, hold on. Usually I get the tall white and it talks to me about, uh, it talks to me with some some weird limp version of spirituality. Okay, you're on. Now, what do we got here? Hey, Dave, you know who can suck it? Who's that? Steve Jobs. He ruined the world. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Wozniak man myself. Thanks. All right, let's go to the thing. Who do we got? Hey, this is Clinton, Michigan. Clint. All right, Clint, what, what do you got? I'm going to say uh, I think that uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash can suck it because they never let Fred Durst in the band. Yeah, that would be a good line. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Durst would be good. I'd love to see that, right? Hell right. yeah. Yeah, thanks a lot. All right. Okay, we got in studio Lance Bangs. Hey, right. Dave. Hey, what's up? So what, what other things you got going on? What, what else is on the thing here? There's a, a new Comedy Central series we're doing now with uh, Baron Vaughn and Open Mike Eagle called The New Negroes. Okay. And that'll be uh, most likely airing later this fall. We're shooting it now. Okay. What, what's that on now? Comedy Central. It's Tosh, right? Yeah, pretty much. Right? Yeah. What's he, what's he like? You know, he's just a guy watching clips, being mean about him. Sure. Joe, yeah, you, you, you cool with the you friends with Tosh? Yeah. Good yeah. guy. Yeah, he seems no, like a yeah. good. He seems like a measured, a very measured, 
fair, uh, open, just a, a, a generous spirit. That's what you read from Tash, Dumb Dave? Yeah. All right, let's go to the thing here. What? Who's here? Hey, it's Larry. Larry, all right, open fire, bro. What do you got? Ah, you know I me, mean, Matupoku. I just want to want to ask you what you think about the Final Four. What? Who do you think it's going to be? The Final Four. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, Long Branch isn't in the in the thing this year, so uh, you know. <laughs> so yeah, you know. I'm more of a, uh, you know, you know me. I'm I'm more of a baseball, minor league baseball fan. Uh, I'm a, a fan of the Long Branch Dirt Sharks, and I think we got a chance to. Uh, it's actually lowercase single A baseball, which is technically they play middle schools. So the Long Branch Dirt Sharks play middle schools. Yeah, it's adults. How is that a fair game? They're not good. They're not good at all. The you, Long Branch Dirt Sharks. You got a favorite player? Uh, I, I root for the I'm, I root for the laundry. You know what I mean? Whoever's on the team, that's my guy. That's that's where I'm at. I don't think I've ever seen a dirt shark before. Well, let's go to the hotline. Who do we got here? What? You have Ed Carter from Waltham, Massachusetts. Waltham, Massachusetts. That's where uh, Force Exposure was from, right? The the fanzine, right? Uh, it was from somewhere in Massachusetts. I don't know if it was Waltham. Yeah, okay. Well, what's up with that? You like noise rock, KG Hino? Is that the stuff you're into? I do like KG Hino. Horse Run Factory, that stuff. High Rise, said you're seen. Uh, Lightning Bolt, maybe. Yeah, that's more Providence rock. Yeah. yeah. How about this How about this new Five Finger Death Punch? You pumped for that? I pumped for everything. Yeah, so who, su- who can suck it? Who can suck it? What? Uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia, yeah. They, they, they won the Super Bowl and they think they're, they, they think they're, they're, they're be all in it. I'm, I'm with you on this one and we'll see how Philadelphia, if they ever square off against the Dirt Sharks, I think they're going to be a different, uh, they'll be humming a different tune. So, yeah, we got Joe Firestone in studio. So what's, what's this thing? You're a comedian, right? Yeah, don't What's me. this women in comedy thing? Like, what is that? I don't know how to what? tell you in another way. I've told you so many different ways about women in comedy. I don't know what you're asking me. Could you ask it in a different way? Like, what is it? Like, what, what are we supposed to be doing with that? Like, what, where, where's that going and what? There's just going to be people that do comedy that are women. Uh huh. Dumb Dave, you gotta understand, it's not going away. What's not? Women in comedy. No, so so with this jackass thing, right? Yeah. So when when someone like slips on the thing, what's that? What, what what's the what's the thing with that? Generally, no women around, and okay. uh, so it's funny. And yeah. so we just kind of double down on that. Mm-hmm. You try and hold on to the camera, make sure it doesn't get broken, so you can keep shooting, and just kind of take the blow and keep working. Yeah, cool. That's cool. And. uh Again, we got uh, Lance Bangs and Joe Firestone in studio. We got uh, Chad Smith is coming up later to talk all about this this uh, Chicken Foot DVDs. I'm not sure if it's a DVD and Blu-ray or if it's just a DVD. I think it's just on DVD. Maybe there'll be a Blu-ray uh, at some point on it. But we got that coming up, and everybody uh, stay tuned for that. And hey, uh, we got Joe Firestone. Joe, what's the thing?
Hey, Mike. What's up? You ready? Ready for what? For this? Maybe 2014. Okay, mine started in 2003. No, there's no way. There's no way Dentist Game Show started in 2003. Well, welcome to Dentist Game Show. And we got my co-host, Manolo. No, he's not here. You got a co-host named Manolo? No. Hey, Mike. Get in here. We got Mike Nolo. This doesn't seem right at all. Move over! Oh, no. Now, move over! Now, you move to that! Get on that bike! Shut the door! <laughs> Ordering me around. You're my co-host, Mike uh-huh. Nolo. Yeah. All right? This is messed up. And my other guest, Brett Davis! Hey! How's it going? I'm so excited to be here. Uh, Welcome yeah. to Dentist Game Show! Uh, Thanks for having me, Gary. Yeah, no problem. Brett's done Dr. Game Show. Brett's, Brett, you've done Dr. Game Show. Yeah, and I'm excited to be here. And, and I'm done this game. He's done my show. How many times has he done your show? He's done my show tw- twice. He's done my show 11 times. No, there's just no way, Gary. There's no way he's done Dentist. Have you done Dentist Game Show 11 times? I, I lost track after a few. When yeah. you say Who can count? <laughs> Gary... Okay, what's how does it? All right, let's go to the first game. Dentist game. You don't even call a dentist a dentist. You you call them a doctor. First game, and everybody gets a magnet. That's the same thing as Doctor Game Show. If you win, you get a magnet. That's the same exact thing as Doctor Game Show. Hey, Mike Nolo. Yeah. This first game came in from someone. Yeah, I don't see the name here. It's called How Low Can You Go? Now let's sing a song. Sing a song for it. Gary. Sing when I play the instrument, you sing the song. Just how low can you go? How low can you yeah, That's what you do. Here we go. Sing it! I don't know this song. Just sing. It's a, it's a fake song. Oh, it's a fake song. Just make it up. How low can you go? 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 <laughs> this is not right, Gary. This is... <laughs> All right, now the rules for this game. Starting with...
the Faith Podcast. I feel kind of like hoodwinked here. Look, just you're on the show now. Do you want your plugs or not? Yeah, I want my plugs. King Firestorm. Thank you, Gary. And yeah, so that's when the game ends. You count down from a from a million, one thousand at a time, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then you can add to the other person's total. All right. Go first. Add to the person's. Are we adding? Wait, you're first. 190,000? What? What? I missed the... I'm lost. It's down from a million. You can go 1,000 down from a million. 999,000. 999,000. Nine. Yeah, there you go. Nine. That's it. No, it's... You're not playing! Oh, okay. You're the co-host! Oh, I'm the co-host, alright. How many of these free magnets do you want? Okay. <laughs> this is messed up. This is really messed up. Alright, Joe, you go! 998,000. 997,000. 996,000. 995,000. I got a headache! The winner is... Mike Nolo! He wins! Oh my even <laughs> this is not right. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners don't know that what? Gary's actually yeah. playing this yeah. song. Yeah. Like. Yeah. songs on the slide whistle. 80% of it. Sit back, you got nine more songs to go. It's really impressive considering <laughs> the capabilities of his lungs. Thank you. <laughs> Next game. Rudy Doody, Fresh and the Fruity. You gotta name fictional items from the IHOP menu. Rudy Tooty, fresh and trudy. Rudy Tooty, fresh and trudy. Rudy Tooty, fresh and fruity. Rudy Tooty, fresh and fruit. Uh, Brad, you go first. Uh, okay, Fourth uh, of July, Jupiter pies. <laughs> okay, Joe, you're up. 
Okay, yeah, space pancakes. <laughs> I bet you. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, uh. Mars pancakes. Ooh. I, I have a good one. Go ahead, Mike Nolo. Or orbiting omelet. Orbiting omelet. Joe. Mm. Okay, um, moonwalk. Oh. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I didn't even uh-huh. get to say moonwaffle. You won. Oh, thanks. You Gary. won. So, yeah, everyone. Okay. Thank you for... Being on Dentist Game Show! Here! What network is this on? No swoop! Network! It's the best show. We're back. I don't know what happened there. I think we got knocked off. We have uh, Joe Firestone here in the studio. How are you? I'm doing good. Brett Davis sitting next to me. That's Brett Davis good. is here. How are you, Brett? I'm doing great. How are you? Hold on. That's wrong. Let's try that now. I'm doing great. How are you? Good. You know what we can play for the rest of the show is a game called How Many People? And now what is the, we're trying to figure out how many people in America like or do a certain thing. Okay. And we're going to open the phone lines to this. For example, if I said to you, how many people in America are currently doubling down on their beanie baby investment, feeling like they're gonna they're they're riding the storm out and they're gonna come out of it richer than ever. How many people in America right now are currently <clears throat> like I'm buying low? Like I'm this is a great chance. These beanie babies, I'm getting them for a song now, and these things are gonna be worth a ton of money at some point. Joe, how many people? I'm gonna go ahead and say three hundred thousand. 300,000. You think in all, like, so that's actually an actual fraction. And they make new Beanie Babies now with human eyes. Those, yeah, I see those at the 
grocery store. What does that mean, human eyes? Um, it's like uh, like they have pupils and uh, like irises that are very detailed. Yeah, the days of uh, the days of uh, of uh, the stink, the skunk, or lucky the ba- those days are gone. Now they're like weird keen painting <laughs> beanie babies, and Wait. they're. We right? don't want to see button eyes. We want to see the eyes of Robert De Niro on a cow. <laughs> Horrifying. So you say three hundred thousand? Yeah. Brett, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, two ninety nine thousand. Come 299, on, Well, the correct and let's go to the the total. The correct answer is. <laughs> There's only 47 people truly who have never gotten off the Beanie Baby train and are like putting their their money into Beanie Babies. But they're still for sale, Tom. They can't be. They're not mo- for an investment. They're for children. <laughs> but people looking at it like this is my chance to get rich. Just 47. Yes. So I won. Did Brett win? There's no winner and loser in this. Yeah. Brett, you you lost because like you're turning it into a competition. Show. Sorry. That's the just kind of thing that would get you kicked off dentist game, game. show. At Dr. Game Show, you'd be saved. Mm-hmm. How many people, and, and people can call in to 201-332-3484 with their own versions of these. How many people in America currently believe that Santa Claus is a robot? How many people? How many people in America think Santa Claus is clearly an android, and truly believe it. Uh-huh. Um, I would go ahead and say probably f- uh, even 65. 65. I'm going to say 10. 10. Yeah. Mike? Mike says 10,000. Well, Mike's going high. That's Mike's America. <laughs> Mike's America is a little different than the rest of ours. Let's go. And again, the phone number, 201-332-3484. The total is eleven. Eleven. Wow! Yes. So I won again. Well, what? You lost again. You can't because it's not this... a competition. Well, all right. Now, Brett Davis, you host the uh, the the special without. Yes. <clears throat> Which is an ironic title. I know. Because do tell. Because. This might be a little inside baseball now. He's, it's not without him. It's with him. It's a play on, it's like a, it's like a, they say the play's the thing. They do. They do. Who says that? How many people say the play? How many people say, that's a good one. How many people say the play's the thing and don't know what it means? I can think of one. Me. (laughs) How many others? Now let's go. Here's a question. The, the the staff of the best show wrote a few of these. Oh, good. I love the staff here. Yes. How many people believe the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles actually exist, <laughs> even though they've been told they don't? <laughs> even, the, even though they've told you they don't believe this. Okay, so how many people believe the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles actually exist, even though they've told you they don't believe this? Not a, 
exactly clear. Oh, so the person believes it even though they say, I don't believe. Yeah, they still, like, when they, in their heart of hearts. These are not agoraphobic people. These are people with some sort of semblance of reality. And we're not, yes, we're not making fun. We're not looking to make fun of people who have, this is not meant to make fun of people who have, who have uh, troubles. Right. We're not, we're not making fun of that. We're talking about actual people, like, people walking around who they would just go like, yeah, no, they're. No, I know they're not real. Of course, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles aren't real. And then they just go home and be like, I'm going to see these guys one of these days. One if I go days. back to the sewer. We'll run into Donatello. I know they're down there. They like go to the skeptics. Yeah, they kind of go down the sewer. Nobody's looking. <laughs> they They pop that manhole lit up. And then they go poking around. Start like, sniffing All right, guys. Pizza. Yeah. Come on, they bring a pizza down. <laughs> they order, they're at the pizzeria going, yeah, of course they don't exist. It's crazy. It's a children's thing. Yeah, that uh, six six large pies. <laughs> and then, then they go, no, no one's looking. All right. Donatello. Like they're just yelling. What are their names again? There's Raphael, Donatello, uh, Michelangelo. And Herbie. <laughs> Now, who, which one is? Well, they're all based on famous artists, so I guess the fourth one is Dean Koontz. Dean Koontz. <laughs> that, that would be the greatest updating. They should work some work some modern art into them. A a a, a turtle named Richard Price, <laughs> right? We could see him repurpose pulp novels. The turtle just. What's April working on these days? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Now, that's the, the, the lady who goes down there. Yeah, she's a reporter. She's yes. working for the failing New York Times. And she never reports on the story of these four. <laughs> like, is that not a part of the thing that she doesn't, like, go, like, newsflash? <laughs> these four turtles running around down here, like, full-size turtles. Oh, she means newsflash in the real way. Yeah, she's like, hey, I got a story here. These turtles are fighting giant rats down there. Well, the rat taught no, them how to fight. Yeah, the rat's helpful. Splinter. <clears throat> and who do they fight or then? Sp- spider. And who are they always fighting? Spitter. Other other mu- mutated. Scrapper. Shredder. Mm-hmm. Shredder. Uh-huh. Shredder. That's it. Shredder's the bad one. And do they ever go looking to destroy the people who created this mutating situation and, and put an end to break the cycle? No, you know what? Time to pass is the past. We're mutated. Yeah. I think they're... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're they're seeing the bigger picture of this. It's what allows them to eat pizza. You think turtles can just eat pizza with bandanas on? No. So mm-hmm. they're happy with their status. Yeah. They can watch music videos all day. Is that what they do? I think so. Feel like just rocking out to a boombox playing a guitar solo. So how many people think they're real in America? Well, I know two. Two, okay. You know two. Two dreamers, right? Yeah. Personally, you know them. Yeah. I think I'm looking at two of them. Sure. So you say two. 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 Brett? I'm going to say three. Well, three. <laughs> it's three. Oh! <laughs> just seems like it's kind of ridiculous that Brett's always right. Yeah. Mike, is this call any good? Uh, yeah. That's... Famous last words. Best show. Hi. 
I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> what, what's that? I got overwhelmed listening on the radio. I, I wanted to call and compliment uh, Joe Firestone, who I remember from Gethard Show, uh, just being brilliant and hilarious. And right. then Brett Davis came in the studio, and um, you, you two both kind of, what you, what you did on that show, that sold me forever. Like, watching that on cable access, I was like, oh, these these, these people get it. <laughs> this is the funniest. You're, you're awesome. Joe is super, Joe is one of the funniest people going. Don't you dare. Only, you'd have to, don't you dare. No, Joe, Joe has, like, that, that, the joke you made a second ago, you have, like, a, a point A to point Pluto mind that is amazing. And, and, and Brett, I remember, like, when Gethard was going off the air, and, uh, and I was like, oh, who's this Brett Davis? And then I found out you were Smith, and I was like, oh, okay, it's an, it, it's, it's gonna be fine. Because <laughs> yeah. Brett did a, a character that people couldn't handle. They were confused, I, truly confused by. really bothered. I mean, oh, it, it was like early, early best show, like hearing it for the first time and going like, is this for real? Yeah, well, and you realize, then, Brett, you realize Brett is, 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 is the, the best show has been like a, 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 a haven oh. for him. You realize. <laughs> I, I, yes, sir. This I've was his playground. For 14, 15 years. <laughs> right? It was jazz. <laughs> and he was just blowing. It's like Bix's beer <laughs> back every week. <laughs> yes. I, I remember him calling and like, he's, I, 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 I remember Brett you're calling were you were you're better than mine, uh, so I'll, I'll say. It. But right. like actually seeing you perform, like when you pulled that off, and then obviously the special, like you're killing it. And yeah, he's the best. Thank you, buddy. It's we appreciate. No, it. let him go. No, he, we got it. you. Got it. What's he gonna say it in six more six different ways? Guy's a fan. Likes both of you. He thinks you're both great. He's a nice person. Yeah. He's a nice person. Hey, but Mike, like, take his info off. Uh, we'll send him some. Send them Swag. send them a magnet. Yeah, yeah send them yeah. a magnet. So the yeah, because because it's like, look, I I I did my thing, and I'm not I'm not playing the role of the sad sack now. Why are you saying it in past tense? Because <laughs> I because it's it's you're it's done do, now. You're I'm doing now. I feel like every time I come here and do the show, it's like the thing from the <laughs> sick that Rocky movie, the sixth one. It's just like, all right, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't, I can't, I can't, I just can punch. I gotta just punch as hard as I can, cause I only got one move left, which is to punch, right Mike? You remember that Rocky movie that had AJ Benza in it? Who was like, that computer simulation's got people talking. <laughs> remember? When it was, uh, let's play the trailer for this. So this had, uh, the guy from Gilmore Girls in it. Which one? Uh, the Gilmore. J- Jess. No, no, that's not a character. Gilmore is not a character. Tom, Jess. J- the, Milo the, Ventimiglia. Yes, he played Rocky's son. Gilmore, unbelievable. I bet there's a character named Gilmore it somewhere. It's not a character named Gilmore. In the Good day, I am Gilmore, no. and I am the owner of this house. <laughs> I mean, you have until. The first to vacate the premises. It's it, this is not a Three's Company kind of sitcom. You know, this is a, it's a mother-daughter love story. Well, I'm going to say this. Guess what? What? Joe Firestone. What? Of the three of us here and everybody in this thing, who's been on the Gilmore Girls, who physically walked through that house of everyone here? Me. What? 
I was on the set. It was on the Paramount lot. What? No, wait, it wasn't. I got a tour of the set. I think it was on the... The, the town? I, I, yeah. I you walked through the town? Yeah, I knew somebody who worked there. They showed me the whole who? thing. It's, look, it's, it's gone. Uh, who who <laughs> the worked on it? The set's gone. Where does it go? Who, does, uh, who was on it? It goes into dumpsters. Who did you know? I watched the, the credits. a friend of mine named Sean. Sean? When he was in L.A. and I was out there and he was just like, you want to see the set? I'm like, well, I really never saw the show. He's like, the there? set's very impressive. And the set was. You saw the whole town? I saw this the house, the house and the whole the front of the house and everything. Wow. It was really amazing. So that's not outside. Hmm. It, well, that wasn't. Oh, too bad. Right, Mike. Mike doesn't. If know. you write anything on your well, commercials, what do I got to get this YouTube red? Is that what I need to get, get rid of these commercials? Ad blocker. Ad blocker doesn't work. Really? My podcast is filled with uh, YouTube ads. And then we'll talk about this. your podcasting. We don't need That's to. a line. We don't need it's to. It's about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit. Right? And keep moving forward. It's a different line. Who right was the greatest? Who was the best of all time? If two athletes from different eras could actually compete against one another, who would come out on top? In one corner, the reigning champion at Mason the Line Dixon. He'll be pitted against the former two-time heavyweight champion, Rocky Balboa. He's he's seventy five at this point. <laughs> it's the most unrealistic thing you've ever seen. He's fighting a twenty six year old named Mason the Lion Dixon. <laughs> yes. Computer says Rocky Balboa would be triumphant. I think well, there's still some stuff in the basement. What basement? In here. I think I want to like fight. You know, nothing big, small stuff, like locally. See, this is where I'm at. Local <laughs> fights. The best show used to be an international thing. Now I'm just doing local fights. What are you trying to prove, Pop? I thought you might want to get involved. Don't you basement? think you're too... Yeah, fighting Spider you know, Rico. I think, I think I got uh, the idea of the basement of uh, Gary the Squirrel. <laughs> I, go, uh, <laughs> I think your brain's losing altitude. <laughs> You heard Rocky Balboa applied for a license. You want me to fight a guy that I can beat with both hands tied behind my back? That computer fight got a lot of people curious. Yep. <laughs> Just imagine the plot of this movie hinged on a computer simulation. And it actually is enough to make this 75-year-old decide, I'm going to go back and fight this guy. I ain't interested in getting like, mangled and embarrassed. People are going to think you're going crazy. What's crazy about standing toe-to-toe saying, I am? If this is something that you got to do, then you do it. Fighters fight. And then his head rolls across the <laughs> ring. If this is something you have to do, then you do it. And then suddenly, the ding-ding, fight. Did he have severe brain damage in, like, 1985? Oh, you mean in the second Rocky yeah. movie when he's like, I'm going blind. Okay, maybe the, the 82. Movie. Yeah, the second yeah. movie, he's just like, Rocky, you're you're going blind. And then they just decided, yeah, we didn't know there was going to be eight more of these things. Uh, you're not going blind, Rocky. Something that you got to do, then you do it. Fighters fight. To beat this guy, you need speed. You don't have it. You've got calcium deposits on most of your joints. So spine on most of my joints. (laughs) See, that's where I'm at now. Your joints. So sparring is out. I had that problem. Sparring's out. (laughs) We'll be calling on this blunt force trauma. Blunt force trauma is all I got when I go here, show up here every Tuesday. 
taking punches that will rattle his ancestors. <laughs> Throw punches that'll rattle his ancestors. Tommy Six. Yeah. All right, enough of this stupid. And he's training. He trains. Tra- Every one of these movies, he trains like a like a dog. He like he's like Rocky Four. He's moving a sled around the woods. And Who then this it? one, he's picking up. Look at the, look at this picture in this one. Look at this look at this picture screen. Look at this. He's, he's throwing like a, a keg of beer across a room. Like that's that's like the training equipment they got for this guy. Who is your Mace in the Line Dixon? Might be you. Okay. Oh my gosh, right? Brent. Because you were. You got I think I'm more of a here. Tommy gun. But you got your beginning here. You got your start here. Oh. And now you're out to knock me out. And now I need to show to knock you. you out. <laughs> I win. I win. Brad, that is true. You said that. I right? did. I do. Yeah. I am very competitive. Yeah. yeah. Joe told me that you have a chart <laughs> where you compare your podcast, an episode of Podcast for Laundry, <laughs> against the best show that week. Yes. And you say whether you beat me or not. It's, I wouldn't call it a chart. It's more of a graph. It's like one of those book it uh, things. I just put a sticker if I do well that week. All right. But, but it's not competitive. It's just kind of charting. It's charting. I'm fighting. All right. Save that for your, uh, save that for Fallon. <laughs> Bring that one in there. <laughs> You're charting, sharding joke. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what's the deal with this Joe Para thing? Right? <laughs> what is that all about? Right? Yeah. He's so nice. Is he? I guess he is right? nice. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's so gentle. He's gentle. And when does that show start? Uh, that show starts in May. And I think I made a huge mistake because... I saw, he said he needed to look for a new apartment. Uh-huh. And I said, I saw my neighbor move out. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, you should live across the hall. Mm-hmm. And now I think he's going to move across the hall. Okay. Which is terrifying. No, you know what that is? It's a friend situation. <laughs> you, you, you like Chandler. friends? Chandler and Joey. You're about to get, it's, <laughs> he's going to be Chandler or Joey, and you're Monica or Rachel. Where's Phoebe? Phoebe doesn't live in the same building. Come on. She does, Phoebe? No, she does not. Oh. oh you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm you should so listen sorry. to yeah, me. No, I am right. I am right. I am right. I'm sorry. Yeah. She doesn't live in the building. What would you say Joe Perry is? A, is he more of a Joey or a Chandler? <laughs> he might be He might be the perfect hybrid of both <laughs> somehow. Right? Sort of a Ross the Gunther brain, to me. The brain is Chandler. But the, the the execution is Joey. Okay. Right? He's like an alt Joey. Not an alt right Joey. He's like an alt alt comedy Joey. He does seem to take care of himself. Like Joey. Yeah. Like you could picture Joe Parra going like, How are you doing? Right? You could see that. How are you doing? Right? Mm-hmm. Think about that. I'm thinking about it. So when that show starts, that'll be a great show, right? I hope so. You helped out. Well, I went and ate pizza at your office for a day. You were very helpful. And had that gum, that military military gum that that kook Connor foisted upon me. It's military energy gum. Yeah. I see a box of that on the table. It's like, oh, geez, I wonder whose this is. I wonder wonder who brought this into the thing. Yeah. Oh, it's Connor O'Malley's military-grade 
caffeine gum. Oh, oh, that's Connor's? Oh, that's a shocker. <laughs> the one time I went to visit Joe at the office, uh, Connor chased me down the street after running from Chelsea to Greenpoint. He chased, he still had a little in the tank. He still had that a... military gum will do Yeah. That. Yeah. And look, I think this guy's the greatest. I love this guy. And I'm not saying it because I realize I'm dancing too close to the edge. <laughs> and I'm starting to chicken out and get nervous about that I went too far prodding him tonight. <laughs> and that he will push back ten times as hard. He's going to call into your show talking about Jews. You know he will. <laughs> about, what? W- at this point, what do you think I'd rather he call in and talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Jews? Minions, or like Coke Zero, whatever. When he like moans about Coke Zero or whatever soda he's mad at, it's hard to say. That's I still really don't hard. want him talking about Jews. I think that's. I think it's. It's. <laughs> it, this is not a controversial show. This is a fun show. It's an inclusive show, and I don't know. That's what I thought. Doctor Game Show was. He calls it to talk about Jews on Doctor Game Show. He turned it into. Uh, he turned it into a hot button show. Also, my show. He also did talk about that. Are we picking up a pattern here mm-hmm. at all with him? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Is there going to be a point when everybody's just going to go, oh? <laughs> so that's what it's like not to not to see the signs on a thing <laughs> and not it's not add it up. Is that where we're heading? Or is he just going to be like? Or is he going to just end up playing like Kramer, the Kramer on a sitcom, like just get a job on a sitcom and play like the Kramer on it and be like, well, he's a Kramer on a thing now. I don't know. He, told, he told me the government's going to take our guns away, so our bodies need to be weapons themselves. Uh-huh. He so. told me he liked Nilla Wafers. So, uh-huh. you know, there's a lot of mixed sure. messages. Yes, yeah. I'm getting a thing. Yes, but meanwhile, he's, he's, he's getting his Goldberg packet together. <laughs> he's got a Goldberg spec. Look, how is this guy not called in yet? And how's Fred not called in yet? That's the thing. I don't. Oh, Fred hasn't called in yet because it's not eleven fifty nine. Fred Fred's still five minutes away from his his usual best show call. Eleven fifty nine. Line lights up. I haven't talked to Fred from Honolulu in a long time. Well, I think he realized there was no angle to play on your thing. You. He's always looking for the bigger, better deal. I don't. I don't have that to offer him. No, not yet. Soon you will, though. Soon. Because you, both, both of you, both, and I'm not being, this is the future of comedy here in the room. The future of comedy. It's unfortunate. Oh, I didn't say it's, I didn't say it's good. (laughs) I didn't say comedy might die soon. (laughs) This is the future of comedy. We might be in trouble. Comedy might be in trouble comedy if you're the future. Remember how a couple of years ago everybody was talking about the big comedy boom? Yeah. This is like the, the fizzle. This is that. the, yeah. yes. This is the Big Bang Theory. Yes. This is what you, this is the debris. Yes. Bazinga. Bazinga. Right. There's a stretch in the NBA where in, there was like this time where it was like 1978 and 1979 before like Magic Johnson and Larry Bird shut up. There was like this three years where people were just like, Wait, who's the champion? What? The Washington Bullets. Man, I guess somebody's got to win. At some point, somebody has to be champ. Doesn't mean they're, like, as good as other champs. 
Somebody's going to be in first place. Young Sharply. Look, my... First of all, I'm putting a script together, a Young Sheldon script, <laughs> so please. In in this, the Young Sheldon... Oh, you're writing for the show now? I'm putting... I'm writing a... a, a, a it's a kind spec. of it's kind of between fan fiction and the spec script. Okay. Depending on whether I can get it to someone up there. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, in this one, he gets shoved in a locker, the one I'm working mm. on. Well, does he get out? At the end. It's a bottle episode. <laughs> Inside the locker. It's, a good, it's, a, it's good for budgetary limitations. If they kind of stretch the budget and they kind of... Mm-hmm. Then they can have a big episode where the family goes to Hawaii or something. They can know they have a savings built into this locker episode. It's about <laughs> a, a, a stati- an hour of a static shot of Sheldon yes. in a... In a, We're going to shoot it here. Okay. It's, it's an audio only episode, oh, pretty okay. much. And it will just be, and everyone, we'll just film a, uh, like the, those vents in the locker, <laughs> mm-hmm. like the light coming through, and you'll see people pass by every once in a while. Oh, it's like influences from entrapment. And we'll film a little. Help. Oh. Let me out. Let so me out. Maybe you could write a part in for Mike. Mike? Maybe Mike. You want to play a janitor in this young Sheldon episode, Mike? Yeah, sure. Okay. Mm. That's the funniest thing. Yeah, sure. Okay, at least he's on board. Pat, how are you? I'm good. I'm oh, hold on, hold on. Oh. I was going to say, what if it, it's a, it becomes a, a vehicle for a clip show where Sheldon thinks back to his yeah. first season episodes because mm-hmm. he's in the locker, you know? Yeah. Or what if... Isn't it still the first yeah, it's the first season. But he's thinking back on what a great well, I'm season. Well, this is going to be season two. Oh, season oh, okay. two. He could flash forward to the Big That's Bang Theory. Say. Yeah. Oh. See, he suddenly is just like, what's my life going to be like? And suddenly it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly it's like, suddenly he's like, bazinga. Isn't it weird that guy's like 47? <laughs> All these guys are like pushing yes. 50 on that show now. And they're supposed to just be like, like, yeah, we're weird nerds living in a thing. And meanwhile, the one guy like is getting is like, like has like an artificial hip now. The other guy is driving around on a on like a rascal. As a comic book fan, you got to appreciate how they're just throwing in those like, oh, the Green Lantern will make reference. Get a little thrill. I got to yeah. admit, I get a little thrill when I and I write a lot. I write a lot down when the when when the Big Bang guys recommend something. I'm just like, now we go check that out at the comic. Batman, I'll go check that out. <laughs> yeah. When they're just like. This new issue of Batman, and I'm like, well, let me go to the comic book store and check out that new Batman. Hey, you guys have the new Batman that uh, that Wallowitz recommended on, uh, right? What? Show's over. Well, how about that? Young Shelton? No, Young Shelton okay. Okay. is still going. So tell me, Joe Firestone. Yes, where to 2018 for for a Joe Firestone? What yeah. what's that looking like? What's uh, the what is it, is the future so bright? No, you can only wear shades. No, no, no. What's the end game here? A lion face. Where do you see down for a while? Where do you see yourself five years from lion now? Lion face down in the bath. Legs Still, up. okay. Uh huh. Just laying in a bathtub. Face down. Is it a 
an empty bathtub. No, it's full of water, and I lift my face up to breathe. Every once in a while. back down. Okay. Every once in a while, you pull your head up and just go, (gasps) (laughs) right? But the bathtub's not big enough, so the legs, I have to choose the top or the bottom to stay warm. And I choose the top. So that's where you see yourself in ten years. You said five. Okay, five. Ten? Same. Same? Okay. Brett Davis, yeah. the special without podcast for laundry. Yeah. You're on the you're on the it's like a buzzy thing with you now, right? Buzzy? Yeah. Like Ruth Buzzy? Like Ruth Buzzy. Yes. Yeah. I'd say it's yes. like Ruth Buzzy, yeah. yes. Forty Lots of forty years out of date. One character stretched yes. way past its expiration date. Yeah, it's like a Ruth Buzzy thing. The special without. If you look in a crystal ball oh. and you saw ten years from now, you're there doing it. I'd say, it right in the middle of a, a plateau. Right in the middle. So yeah. ten years from now, we're racking up five hundred views a week on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We got. The the people that haven't moved on to better things, mm-hmm. but those same people every week. I love it. I'm feeling great about that. Well, all kidding aside, I think the world of both of you. I do. Why are you shaking your head now? It's mutual. Oh, well, that's nice. And you can only accept the love you deserve. I'm starting to realize that. Uh, a very wise... Path Train once told me that <laughs> you can only accept the love you feel. And then my stop showed up. I didn't finish <laughs> reading the thing. Then the doors, and I, I, it turned out I was at Exchange Place. <laughs> and I got, I, I got off. It was scrolling on the uh, NBC It was scrolling monitor. on the thing. And then there was a thing for a, a Spanish dentist. <laughs> And then I was like, wait, I didn't finish reading the thing about the, I don't need it. Oh, my stop. No. So I say thank you for coming down. Thank it was so much fun having us. both of you here. And thanks to Lance Bangs for swinging yes. by also. You're so funny, Lance. And we will play something to leave some exit music. She Bangs by Ricky Martin. We're not going to play She Bangs by Ricky Martin. You can throw Lance in there with the microphones. No, we're not going to do that. We will play... Hmm. I'm going to play something from... Yeah, I'll play... Haven't heard it in a while. Not bad. Angel Olsen. By Ricky Martin. From the album My Woman. Best show be back next week. Bye. She's blurry when I look down at my hands I'm just a